Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. There's local politics, bud. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. Was that supposed to be funny? Get these clowns out of here. Why would they do that? You were having a freaking game. Dude. It's a cocky bunch, man. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on this Tuesday. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Nice and cozy and warm today inside these studios on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250 at 930 online pr927fm.com and watch the show on facebook live and youtube we want to hear from you today what is on your mind as we count down the days till christmas we count down the days until the birmingham bowl east carolina and coastal carolina coming up on the 27th of december we are two weeks away your two-week warning for ecu and coastal all right uh coming up on today's program we're gonna double down today we uh, had two winners on the treasure chest on monday we're gonna go two winners on tuesday a little two for tuesday action coming up today so we'll do our first giveaway uh at the end of this segment so around 3 30 or so we'll be passing out uh, a gift you have to be caller number 12 and jump in and win that so we'll do that at 3 30 we'll do it again in hour three at around 5 30 when bryce williams joins us in the pirate radio studios we'll talk birmingham bowl and more with bryce also coming up on today's show mike mullis mully will join us at four o'clock si seymour look and listen to si seymour coming up at around 4 30 as we talk east carolina basketball pirates coming off a win over coppin state they've got south carolina coming up saturday now as of yesterday i thought and was told this game would not be televised but i have an update on that you can watch it on espn plus that has been added to both the ecupirates.com schedule and the south carolina official basketball schedule so you will be able to watch the pirates coming up on espn plus saturday two o'clock uh when they take on south carolina down in greenville south cac shirley rhodes is here intern peter here on his final day at pirate radio and the chan man chandler honeycutt is here what's up my guy what's going on my guy good to see you thank you for being here and thank you for being back you're welcome my guy my guy had a great show with troy dreyfus yesterday as the guest or as the guest host and you as the guest you probably were the longest guest on this show because you were a guest on this show for two hours they really got a lot out of me yesterday yeah so but i got to pick on 40 bowls in 14 days that was fun yes by the way for Uh you 40 bowls in 14 days fans uh we will be debuting a new song the country music version of 40 bowls in 14 days was gonna save it from mully and hit it with bryce but i do want uh our foot soldier peter foot to pick a game for his final day here oh 
so should we unveil the new song should we hit it three times today? three to- i think it's uh I-, I think it's a song that deserves to be three times in three hours all right the country music version of 40 bowls in 14 days we've got the metal version the alternative rock version and i'm going to try to sprinkle in some new versions here throughout december uh as we pick bowl games so we will do that momentarily let's start with the uh just shocking news that mike leach uh has passed away yeah uh head football coach at mississippi state remember him from his days at texas tech and also uh washington state and the air raid offense the coaching tree which we saw a lot of those guys come through east carolina when ruffin mcneil took over as head coach and uh again just kind of shocking um he 61 years old passed away after being uh in the hospital you guys talked about it yesterday that it looked like it uh the situation was not getting any better and uh he passed away so mike leach um one of the greatest characters obviously in college athletics but also uh just a heck of a coach that uh, the, all the offenses you see pretty much every saturday now uh they got something from that mike leach how mummy system where everything's shotgun uh passing all over the place uh they were doing it before anybody else and uh now you see it every game saturday and it has crept into the nfl a lot of shotgun in the nfl as well uh, I was going to put together a montage uh, for Mike Leach today, and I saw that we already had one uh, that I guess I put together in 2020. Uh, we've got that, but also Mike Leach was a guest on Pirate Radio on Live at 5. This was ahead of him calling the uh, yeah, NC State. ECU-NC State game. I get, It was probably CBS Sports Network at the it time was. in 2010. Yep. Um, so Mike Leach joined Troy D and Ellerby on live at five back in 2010. And I, uh, took a few questions and answers from that interview and wanted to play it where he's talking about Ruffin McNeil, Lincoln Riley coming to Greenville, all that stuff. So this is, uh, 12 years ago, over 12 years ago, Mike Leach, uh, when he was an analyst briefly on CBS sports network, talking to Troy D and Ellerby. I know you have a huge passion for Pirates in your personal life. Uh, I imagine that still is there, and, and you probably got to enjoy coming to watch uh, the East Carolina Pirates being able to play in person. Well, I'm excited to see East Carolina and come up and uh, and check everything out. And uh, heard about them for years, you know, even before uh, uh, Ruffin got up there. And uh, and I know it's a really exciting uh, environment for a game, so I'm looking forward to it. Coach, you uh, worked with Coach Ruffin McNeil for a long time at Texas Tech. What's something that uh, our listeners and uh, that we may not know about Coach Ruff? Well, yeah, I don't know to what extent you know him, but he's he's a, he's a real smart guy and uh, with a great sense of humor and uh, just kind of an interesting approach and outlook. Coach, tell us your take on Lincoln Riley. You uh, kind of gave him a start, and now he's the youngest offensive coordinator in the country. What's your take on that young man? Well, he started really early. He was a he was a quarterback and and uh, picked up the uh, picked up the offense real quickly. But I had more quarterbacks than I could fit on the roster. So, uh, you know, basically, I uh, I cut him and asked him to be uh, asked him to come on the coaching staff, which he did. And 
and got better and better and improved all the time and uh and you know really a sharp uh, coach and fast forward now uh lincoln riley has been the head coach at two different spots mike leach was the head coach at two different spots uh since that time span as well as he talks about lincoln riley and uh saw today on twitter a lot, a lot of lincoln stories where i guess mike leach told him to stop playing football and start coaching because he didn't have a career or a future in football and lincoln got mad eventually came back and uh began learning the tricks of the trade and look at where he is now one win away from the playoff instead they are playing the american champion uh Tulane, coming up in the cotton bowl yeah and the birth of lincoln raleigh thanks to mike leach and now as you've said he's at usc and his quarterback kayla williams just won the Heisman. another Heisman. that makes three quarterbacks since he's been a head coach uh winning a heisman for lincoln riley three and, in uh is it five or six years since he's been a head coach i'm sorry either five or six years oh yeah i know it, and it seems like yesterday he was the offensive coordinator putting up 100 plays a game with east carolina and shane carden and justin hardy but uh yeah i mean and then obviously rough is under that tree of mike leach but what a huge loss for the college football you know world today with mike leach and uh, you talk about a man with yeah he had a way with words and he was so unique he was one of one there's nobody and i don't think there'll ever be anybody like mike leach and the uniqueness that he had especially in his post-game press conferences and i'm sure you can go to youtube and look up several different moments funny moments from mike leach's career as a coach and uh he's really going to be missed but i you know when i heard that he was going to hospice i, I knew that it was going to be a matter of time before we lost them, and unfortunately, that was this morning. Let's hear uh, some of Mike Leach. This is not all, but some of his comments from over the years. Always, uh, as you said, had a way with words. Here's uh, some of the best of Mike Leach. As coaches, we failed to get through to him. As, as coaches, we failed... Uh, to make our coaching points and our points more compelling than their fat little girlfriends. Now their fat little girlfriends have some obvious advantages. For one thing, their fat little girlfriends are telling them what they want to hear, which is how great you are and how uh, how easy it's going to be. And uh, the players have to listen. And I, I'm willing to go to uh, fairly amazing lengths to try to make that happen. I don't know if I'll be successful this week or not. but. But, you know, I am going to try, and there will be some people inconvenienced. Uh, and if it happens to be their fat little girlfriends, too bad. The entire first half, we got hit in the mouth and acted like somebody took our lunch money, and all we wanted to do was have pouty expressions on our face until somebody daubed our little tears off and made us feel better. And then, uh, you know, then we'd go out there and try harder once, once, uh, you know, once our mommies told us we were okay. Any of those, any of the Facebook, MySpace, what's the other stuff, Twitter. Um, if they're on there, I have nothing to do with it because uh, because uh, I I don't know how I I've never sent an email myself. As a team, we act like well, we're 11 and two, and we just have to fill up. You know, as a coach, I didn't call one. The, the plays I called last year, they're all last year. They're just that last year. As a player, any play you made, that's all last year. And I'll tell you another thing. Some of you motherfuckers didn't play a snap last year. I mean, if you're a receiver, you think you've got credit for 
Michael, one of Michael Crabtree's plays? You're out of your mind. Michael Crabtree made that play. And I mean, ten, ten years from now, there ain't going to be anybody talk to anybody. You know, it's going to be this. You know, do you want to go out on a date with me? I don't know. What do you look like? Well, I look kind of like this. Okay, well, what are your interests? Well, what do you think my interests are? Uh, looking into this thing and typing into this, just like yours are. Well, yeah, no kidding. That's what everybody's doing. Yeah, that's right, virtually everyone. Well, where do you want to go? Well, what difference does it make? Because all we're going to be doing is looking in this machine anyway. <coughs> well, that's true. In the end, it's going to be tough to perpetuate this, uh, the species. There's no question about that. Well, we're going to enjoy looking in this box, and eventually we're all going to be extinct and die out. Well, that's how it ends, you know. All right, Mike Leach. That's how it ends. As Chandler and I look into our phones, just as he said, everybody does at all times. He's a smart man. Mike Leach, uh, dead at the age of 61. What? So there was, what, two minutes of just something? Because there was like two and a half minutes left in that audio. What? When I left that room a while ago, about 20 seconds ago. Uh-huh. There was like two and a half minutes left on that audio file. All right. What was the rest of it? Uh, probably just music. Oh. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Really getting in the weeds here. Well, I didn't know. I made a pretty cool graphic, and then it was only up there for about 30 seconds. But it's all right. Well, thank you for doing your job. I'm sorry we couldn't see more of it. No, nah, it's fine. I mean, I mean, I'm just a tad upset. But well, I'll, I'll get over it. I'll get over it. It's fine. It's fine. I'll get over it. Man, can I just make a suggestion? What's up? Maybe make a graphic before the show next time. I or? didn't know we were running Mike Leach stuff today. I had no idea you had that. All right. Is that fair? Somewhat. I had no idea that was going to go on. Well, Which next- now, but now let me tell you something. Great job. Great job finding it. It's a great addition to the show. Yeah. But I had no idea you were doing that. All right. And I mean, you know, I do like surprises. Should we start having, because uh, you know what? I did have a pre-production meeting with our audio producer, Shirley, and told her what I needed. I did not tell you. Should we start having meetings before the show? I mean, not necessarily every single day, but I mean, if you have something like that, maybe just say, hey, got, I got this. Okay. You know, hey, look, folks, you see what's going on right now? We're fixing a problem. There, yeah. there was a major problem right then. Major. But we're fixing it. Yep. We're getting the tools out. We're fixing it. And the biggest tool is, is communication. Oh, I thought you were going to say me. Well, no. And the biggest tool is, is communication and listening and executing. Communication, listening, executing. That's the three tools you need Those in the Those are your toolbox. three pillars? Yep. <laughs> three tools in the toolbox? Yes. All right, but well, no, but that was a great, um, great audio there of Mike Leach. And how did Chandler and I uh, end any spat we ever get in? I want to shake your hand. I want to shake your hand. All right, there you go. We, we set such a great example. I know. I mean, if more people were like us, what would this world? Look? We'd have flying cars right now if everybody was like us. Yep. Flying freaking cars. All right. Um, Conan says this is unacceptable. Tyler says you got to rise to the situation. <laughs> you have to rise to it. What's going on with Pirate Football, Chandler? Give us an update. Um, Pirate Football. 
Well, they're preparing for a bowl game that hopefully they're going to be playing in, unlike last year. What do you mean, hopefully? They're, they're, pl- they're playing in man, a bowl game. After what happened last year, man, you never – I mean, that was that was scary stuff. No, think, thinking that we were going to go play in a bowl game, we didn't. That wasn't scary. But now, it was scary. <laughs> what was scary? Well, it was – You ever heard a little scary? Yes. Yeah. He has got some great songs. Yeah. And that does. diss track he made. Yeah. Was don't good. even start. Don't even start with me. All right. I, I, scary wasn't a good word to use, but I mean, it was you know disappointing for sure in for terms sure. of for sure for in sure. terms of being disappointed a little bit. All right. Well, we're playing this year. We don't even need to say hopefully playing or whatever. We're playing. Um. All right. Well, and I am shocked to hear the uh, coastal quarterback is playing that play. How how weird is that? the announce that you're transferring but you're saying all right hold on i'm transferring but i'm going to go play in this football game and i just i find that to be strange i don't think i've i've never heard of anything like that usually it's you know they don't play in the bowl game or they wait till after the bowl game to announce that you're entering the transfer portal yeah so very strange situation there i think and i think shirley might have said this this morning but this sounds like you know their backup quarterback got arrested their, their backup quarterback played in 11 games this year. I believe he started two or three games when um, the, their starting quarterback was hurt. But he's going to be un, uh, unavailable. He's facing some serious charges right now. Um, so maybe it was a situation where they were like, hey, we need you to play in this game. Go ahead and go ahead and announce if you want to. But if you don't, you know, we need you to play in the game. So I don't know. Well, I feel like. Now, I'm sure there are some teammates that get upset when a, a teammate leaves, but I think for the most part, they know that just like they're doing, their teammate that's leaving is is looking out for the best, doing what he thinks is best for him. So when I see transfers, fans get upset and say, this guy stunk, we don't need him anyway, not a true pirate, all that stuff. But the teammates, and I'm specifically like Avery Jones, I see Rajay Harris saying – good luck you know yeah. hey brother uh you know go do your thing good yeah exactly so like I, i'm i'm thinking the majority of the teammates support him so it's not like he's gonna walk into a split locker room he's right. in there with his buddies right who are happy to have him there like maybe I, I this could be a new trend uh of what we see yeah and i tell you what because and as a fan and as fans transfer portal is already starting to be like a norm and now i feel like for these players it's probably nothing they're probably thinking oh okay like oh you know yeah whatever i mean everybody and i mean there's what over there's thousands of people in the transfer portal right now so i mean it's just the the way of the land it's the way of the land in college football and these team these these programs and the players within these programs they know what's going on so it's, it's like you said maybe this there's no beef within the locker room and they're gonna say all right you're transferring, but you're still you got one more game as a shot to clear. Let's go out there and let's try to win a ball game. Yeah, I I mean, I don't have a an issue with it. And again, why go now instead of after the bowl? Well, you want to be gobbled up by the best team. Uh, what are the odds that he goes with his head coach to Liberty? I think there's a always. I mean, every anytime there's a situation like that where your head coach is going somewhere. And then all, all of a sudden, your quarterback is you know entering the transfer portal. Then I believe there's always a good chance that he's going to follow his head coach. 
Um, so, and there's been several situations like that. They haven't always happened, but I think the chances are a lot higher when uh, you know you got a coach going and getting a job somewhere, and then all of a sudden your quarterback announces he's going to the transfer portal. So I'd say the, I would say the chances. I'm gonna give you a percentage. I'm gonna say it's probably about 40, 45 percent. All right, thank you for that. I want East Carolina to win the bowl game, but as a cash fan and somebody that likes watching entertaining games, I I think it's fun that he's playing, and I'm looking forward to a shootout. The total is 61. Pirates are still a nine-point favorite in the game, Mm -hmm. but I want to see fireworks. I want to see I want to see 40s on the board. Yeah, and with him being at the quarterback, with, with him, you know, deciding to play in the bowl game, and Holt Naylor's going obviously playing the bowl game for the Pirates and the weapons he's got, I believe you can see some the, some fireworks in the Birmingham Bowl. Um, last time Pirates played in, it was a twenty-eight to twenty game. Uh, I think it could be even more than that this time around when the uh, Chanticleers and Pirates go at it. Mike P says if he's already announced he's transferring, he should just go ahead and Birmingham scram. I like the way your mind works. Yeah. Mike. You have a very Chanticleer good. head. Oh, man. Wow. Good that was good, uh that was a good job. Now Mike P is now he's got a way with words. He does. A Conway with words. All right, I I'm not trying to top anything. I was just looking to see if that was okay. Oh, that's good. All right. A Conway with words? Yeah. Conway is where Coastal Carolina yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. That is great stuff. I feel like that I, is great comedy. I feel like I handled that pretty Chadwell. <laughs> I mean, look at Peter and Shirley. They are on the ground laughing right now. Oh, my gosh. It is crazy. Hey, guys, get back to your stations. Guys, hey, get a grip. Man. Get a grip in there. Was that supposed to be funny? I guess I just can't tell jokes around here. Oh I mean, my they gosh. are still. That was great. Shirley is huddled over in laughter. It is crazy. Oh, boy. John. John, you really know. <laughs> you really know how to get us. He, John on YouTube says, uh, <sighs> I heard a state player jumped in the glory hole today. I want me some glory hole. <laughs> Hit the other one, Shirley. Go ahead. Right. I can't tell you how many times in my life yeah, yeah, yeah. when I have had it handed to me no, in no. a lot of different ways, yep. but I went back to work, got up on Monday morning, and there it was. Glory hope. Glory hope. Glory hope. Oh, boy. Uh, Robert says, has Vegas moved the line? Well, like I guess that is. How would they do has, that? Has Vegas well, let's read it as he has it. So the first, wait, he says Vargas. Has Vargas moved, moved the line? The line. <laughs> let's do that again. Look a has Vargas moved the, the line? line? What words are you saying? Has Vargas moved the line? Very good. It's at nine. The line's at nine. So, uh, what was it? What was it at its nine highest point? Nine and a half. Started low, right? Four. Started the right out the gate. It was Pirates by four. <laughs> John Moody. Get ready, Shirley. Oh, man. Get it ready, Shirles. John Moody says, you can teal great jokes. <laughs> I tell you what, man. Man. This 
I don't know where you could find me. The material in this matchup Seinfeld, is great. Seinfeld, Curb Your Enthusiasm. What are some of the best comedies of all time? I, I mean, Family Guy to me. I don't know where you're going to get this kind of stuff from three to six every day. Nowhere. Nowhere. That's where. Who can do it better? Nobody. All right. We're going to open up the phone lines for the treasure chest in just a moment. But before we go, Peter is finally off the ground from laughing so hard. Yep. And back in his chair. Uh, intern Peter, man, what a journey we've been on together. I mean, it's, what a what a ride. It's been a ride. All the great memories. What'd you say? I'm sorry. Let's ride. Let, <laughs> Peter Foot. Let's, let's ride. ride. <laughs> No. <laughs> and it's time to get off the ride because today is your last day. Indeed. And it's been a great journey. It's been a great it's been a great journey. You've been a you're, you've been a really good uh a really good bunch. Uh but we have really enjoyed you here at Pirate Radio and I hope you've learned a lot. And let's find the Peter name. I was gonna say three, but that might be asking a lot. What's one thing you've learned or I don't know, something you'll take with you from Pirate Radio? the people i met definitely i mean you guys are awesome you guys oh my god we're opening to me oh man the, the relationship yeah definitely oh a lot of embrace we hug peter every day when he comes in but you know what he's not he's not wrong you know why because peter is leaving pirate radio and he's not going to be an intern anymore but guess what he does he comes to aj's and goes to sports trivia he is he's a sports guy he's a sports guy but he is he has gathered some troops some of his friends and they are basically regulars now i know it's a beautiful thing and it's a relationship that has formed over the past three or four months and man i mean that's something that you just can't buy you can also see peter every ecu home game on press row as he uh handles the stats yep so if you're uh, at the game you can see him going back and forth giving stats to the broadcast announcers on radio and and both uh your radio and espn plus peter uh four years from now 2026 where is peter foot general manager of the carolina panthers no i'm kidding uh, wow <laughs> well set your sights high no um hopefully happy oh uh, yeah that's, that's what we a, want that's a classic answer wife two kids dog what what would what, what would make you happy peter a family a wife family dog, family Family. What would make you happy in 20 years? 20 years? Is that what you asked? I went four. Oh, four years? Oh. What what, what would happen? <laughs> what would make you happy in four years? No, what would make you happy in 20 years? My God, man. What Probably would, to get out of here and stop having to answer your questions. What? That would make me happy. All right, 20 years from now, what's going to make you happy? Uh, Hopefully... Panthers have won a Super Bowl. Okay, make me happy. Yeah, he is a sports guy. That was <laughs> that's what I would answer. But substitute Panthers. Uh, I don't know, man. I just want to be happy, enjoying my career. <laughs> God just wants that's to be all happy. I can re- that's all I can really say. Peter, are you be worried happy, happy. that? You, I'm sure you're a decent looking guy and all. You got a good personality. I'll give you that. But are you worried that a woman might be reluctant to marry you because of your last name? No. All right. Was that was a very confident nut. Yeah, and I'm glad to hear that. Would you ask Isaiah Foote, starting right guard, the same question? Oh. No. I am not as comfortable with him as I am you. Because we're friends. Would you consider us friends? Yeah. Do you have a lot of 40? 40- Do we just become best friends? How many 41-year-old friends do you have? It's kind of weird when you put it that way, right? Uh, I guess one. 
<laughs> Number one with a bullet. All right, Peter, 40 bowls in 14 days. And, folks, we were going to wait to break this out, hour two, hour three, but might as well hit it now. Chandler and I were in the lab, the lab. earlier today. And we uh we're gonna i'm gonna try to put together some new genres of 40 bowls in 14 days songs uh we did a country one earlier today shirley Rhodes, let's hit it 40 bowls in 14 days 14 days 14 days 40 bowls in 14 days oh my goodness 40 bowls in 14 days 14 days 14 days 40 bowls in 14 days 14 days 40 bows in 14 days 40 bows in 14 said 40 bows Papa said 40 days Mama said 40 bows Papa said 14 days 40 bows 14 days 40 bows in a 14 day I said 40 bows in a 14 day Oh yeah yeah mm. Man Good gracious alive Peter, are you a country music fan? I am now. You got one now. If you weren't before, you are now. That was 40 Bowls in 14 Days Country Version by Weapons of Bleep Destruction, Chandler and I's uh, music group. I've been told, Chandler, we need to, uh, told by guest slash listener, we need to back off the cursing song. We curse too much. So I'm going to take that and apply that to the show. Okay. Uh, I guess last list, uh, listener said that? Uh, yes. Oh, well. uh, Specifically you. So you get a little too comfortable with it. And I feel like as the host, it's on me, not you. Okay. So, um, but great singing there. Thank you. Appreciate it. And you know what? He's right. I need to tighten up the screws a little bit. Clean up the act. Yes. You know I need, what I mean? I need, I need, a, little, I need, a, little, need a little cleanup time. All right. Uh, Peter Foote, let's head down to sunny Tampa, Florida, Raymond James Stadium, Friday, December 23rd. It's the Gasparilla Bowl as Wake Forest takes on Mizzou. Peter, do you have any uh, – you got any uh, trivia questions? I do. All right. What longtime backup quarterback in the NFL who's been a journeyman, spent most of his time as a backup quarterback, used to be the quarterback at Missouri? No idea. His initials are BD. No, C, C, D. <laughs> you are. C, D. C, D. You are the dumbest. The pure T. Don't you cuss. How did you think Chase started with a B? You think his name was Base Daniel? No, 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 no. I was thinking of like a Ben Daniels, but it's it's Chase Daniels. It's Chase, it's Chase Daniel. Dan Chase Daniel. You're a dumbass. <laughs> You're a dumbass. Don't cuss. Don't cuss. <laughs> Charlie. 
Shirley, don't cuss. That counts oh as a Shirley God. cuss. Where'd he go, Shirley? You cussed. Uh, the answer was Base Daniels. Base Daniels, the quarterback. Chase Daniels. You know where I was going with this. What former Panther specialist, and now I believe is on the on the Cardinals as a wide receiver, played at Wake Forest? His initials are GD. <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> GD. What Greg was the? Uh, can you repeat that? Greg Dorch. Greg Dorch uh, is the answer. He was on the Panthers. He was a specialist. Yeah, I was unaware of that. I didn't know that either. All right, uh, Wake Forest versus Missouri. Who you got, Peter? I'm going with the Demon Deacons. All right, Sam Hartman playing. I think he's uh, he's in the portal, right? Mm, there's no way he's got eligibility left. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's what I thought. Or is he just moving on to the pros? I, I don't know. Um, somebody asked John. Said, "What do you think about the coastal player that went in the portal and came back out?" I didn't know that was uh, that had happened, but good for him. He got scooped up by his old team. All right. Um, good work, Peter. He's got Wake Forest. Let's take a break. And as we do, we're going to make you a winner. It's the Pirate Radio Treasure Chest. Christmas time is upon us, the holiday season. And we are giving away awesome prizes here on Pirate Radio. We're doubling down today. We'll do one in the 5 o'clock hour. We'll do one right now. We might as well be in Ireland because we're doubling down. 317-1250. Do you leave it? Caller 12, 317-1250. Must be 21 or older and uh, have not won or had a family member in your household win and you are eligible to win out of the pirate radio treasure chest we'll run down what's been won what's left and talk to our winner after this Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you in outside sales and looking for an opportunity to increase your earning potential? Well, Copy Pro has been in Eastern North Carolina for over 45 years and continues to grow each year, and they are in need of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six-figure income. Do you have what it takes? Visit copypro.net today to submit your resume and to learn more. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right. Thank you, Shirley Rhodes. Peter Foote on video production. My guy, Chandler Honeycutt to my left. Yes, sir. My guy. It's Black Hoodie Day. Yes, sir. We twins. In Studio A, Mike Mullis going to join us a little later on. Bryce Williams. And we'll talk some pirate hoops with Cy Seymour. Got all that and another giveaway inside the treasure chest coming up later on but we just went out to the uh, pit electric live line and lucky caller number 12 was dick steffens who joins us today hello dick hello guys what's happening hey man um shirley says you're calling from out of the state where are you calling from uh la plata maryland la plata maryland what's the geography what's that near uh we're about 30 miles south of dc 
All right, ten four. Okay, we're I'm a pirate from back in the early eighties. Oh, cool, oh, awesome. Uh, what? Uh, so, what do you do? Listen on? You watch us or listen online or how do you follow? Just us? Online, just online. Yeah, I listen online. Best most of the can. If I don't have to do a whole lot of work, <laughs> just have it in the background. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Hey, we're great background noise. In fact, we're better that way. If you don't even really focus and listen on what we're saying, just kind of have us in the background. <laughs> That's what happens a lot. Um, and that's interesting. I wonder what the Shirley, I don't know. Do you know like the, uh, time difference on our online listeners, the audio they're hearing compared to our radio listeners? Is there like a little delay you think? Yeah, there's a slight delay. Maybe I would say at the best, maybe 10 seconds. And I, and that's probably pushing it. It's probably not that long. And maybe that benefited here. He was able to, uh, to jump in after everybody had already called and, was able to get that number 12 so all right dick so you uh did you go to school at east carolina yes i did yep and three of my four kids went there also oh wow, wow. my wife my wife went there my sister-in-law went there my daughter-in-law went there <laughs> my son-in-law went there that's great they're a true pirate family a true pirate family indeed i think there are 11 of us uh eight of us went to ecu that is quite a pipeline <laughs> so are you from uh maryland and then came down here yeah. for school uh, we came down there so we're not none of us are from maryland we're off from i mean we're off from maryland none of us are from north carolina so we all went to ecu awesome Talk all right them. what uh are you a washington uh commanders fan by chance absolutely my whole life my father's had had friends uh, oh no we're dropping you a little bit um i don't i never ask a gentleman his age but were you you were around for the glory days then with gibbs yeah i was i graduated in 84 yeah man i i envy you for that <laughs> i uh i jumped on and my dad made me a fan and it's been pretty miserable but they're uh they're in the playoff chase this year so big one coming up on uh sunday night yeah, yeah. do you go to any games i, I say my father used to, we used to have season tickets up until about last year and i just had trouble finding people to go with and yeah they got too damn expensive and this was my father had them since the early 50s and we just kind of finally gave them up but yeah back in the like you know, there used to be a waiting list and stuff right i remember like my dad jumped on it just for the heck of it and uh i don't know if our name i guess our name got called at some point i don't know but um yeah, he got it my father got it in the early 50s he used to go up and uh go to the games in the early 50s and we yeah. up until last year that's awesome yeah. all right hopefully we'll get a new stadium right get out of fedex field yeah it's got to be better than what they got definitely <laughs> all right enough commander's talk sorry folks um no let's see dick let's go around the horn y'all want to ask a question to dick yeah sure chandler all right dick if you were a piece of house furniture what would you be and why a couch because i can sit around and watch pirate football there you go <laughs> perfect great answer <laughs> Uh, Peter, I forgot to warn you. You have to ask a question to our winner. So, what do you have for Dick? Does pineapple belong on pizza? Well, if I'm not buying it, if it's free. Yeah. All right. There you go. That's Good a, answer. That's a great answer. Yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> live and let live if people want it, but but it's not going to be on Dick's pizza. Right, right. I mean, I mean, I'll eat it if it's free, I guess. There's nothing else. But sure. I'm not putting it on. All right, Shirley, you got one. Uh, what is your? Who is your favorite Redskin slash Commodore? Commodore, 
commander. Hey, Bailey. All right, Whoops. Bailey. Chill out. Commodore. That's Sorry. a great question, Shirley. How about this? Let's expand it to, can you give me a Mount Rushmore? Can you give me your favorite four? Uh, Sonny Jurgensen, uh, John Riggins, uh, Jerry Smith, and probably uh, Larry Brown. All right. And Joe Seisman. Old school. Yeah. All right. Good deal. Uh, let's see. Favorite uh, Christmas. Sonny, Sonny, did y'all know Sonny Jurgensen's grandson went to ECU? I was not aware of that. Wow. And there, my, he, was, he was on my son, Paul and Tyler, uh, here five years ago, six years ago. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. I went, I did a game uh years ago i called a basketball game at new hanover high school and saw his stuff down in wilmington where they got like a trophy case for him down there where he played high school ball grandson his grandson i don't know if he graduated or not but he did go to ecu that's cool years ago um favorite christmas song dick oh gosh uh uh white christmas white christmas by the drifters mm-hmm Dick's got to answer for everything. That's good stuff. I could talk. You see how smart Commanders fans are and how personable they are? Hey, if this guy was a Cowboys fan, this conversation would be over by now. He probably wouldn't even know how to use his phone. He probably uses his phone as a fork. I'm not dumb like some Cowboy fans. But Commanders fans, we're an intelligent lot. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Shirley, can we run down the prizes real quick? Sure. All right, let's do it. Uh, uh, here's what's available, Dick. A $150 gift card from Bostic Sug Furniture. 12 pieces from Papa John's. $100 gift card from Familia. $100 gift card a gift basket from Beauty Bar Medispa. $100 gift card from Chico's. $100 gift card from Tiebreakers. $100 straight cash and a t-shirt from Sparky Snowballs. Bud Light Fire Pit Cooler and Tailgate Chair from Carolina Eagle Distributing. Natural Light Can Jam Set Cooler and Tailgate Chair from Carolina Eagle Distributing. A Pirate Fan Gift Basket from UBE. $100 gift card to Jersey Mike's. 30-minute stress assessment and one-hour massage from Bodies in Balance. And a buck gift basket, $100 cash, $25 gift card to the Beach Tavern, two tickets to the New Year's Eve party, T-shirts, and an L.A. Rams Aaron Donald jersey. Uh, Dick, how often do you make it to Greenville? Uh, I have season tickets. Okay, all right. So uh, some of these items uh, obviously can only be used around here, but you'll have it ready to go for uh, next September, I guess. Uh, and then like a hundred dollars cash, you could just, uh, use that anywhere, I believe. So that'd be good. Anything in particular you want? Uh, I'll, I'll take anything. It doesn't matter. All right. No big deal. Well, Shirley, we ready? Yep. I'm ready. Let's open it up. What do we got? Shirley Rhodes. Dick, you won a $100 gift card and gift basket from Beauty Bar Medispa. All right. Sweet. <laughs> That's uh, one for the wife, right? Yeah, I was going to say, you, yeah, you know, your wife could use that. But they do have things for men as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But does, like, does your wife like to travel and go to games? No. <laughs> well, now she can do a uh, spa day. Yep, she can have a spa day. Think to the spot and I go to the tailgate. Perfect. That's awesome. Perfect. Uh, and everybody wins and everybody's happy. Uh, Dick, great uh, talking to you, man. Go Commanders, and thanks for tuning in uh, up there in Maryland. Okay. Thank you, guys. Go, go Pirates. All right. There is Dick Steffens. I, look, I think he's in my, my top 25 listeners right now. 
fellow fellow commanders man. I was going to say because he's a commander. But the guy can hold a conversation. He can have a conversation like the rest, unlike the rest of them. Chandler asked these questions. What's wrong with my questions? I don't know. But when when a guy like Dick's answering them, nothing because he said I'm a couch so I can watch the Pirates play. Well, you know those stupid questions that I've been asking, and I agree they're stupid questions, but. I asked Doris the other day about the same thing. Or I asked her, I said, if you were a couch, what celebrity would you want to? And she answered the question. Who did she say? She, oh, she said Tom Brady. Because Tom Brady didn't weigh so much. Yes. She said she didn't want anybody big. Huh. Well, I'm glad I didn't hear that, Doris. Why not? It's kind of fat shaming. Oh, what would you have done? I'd have said Shirley. <laughs> cut her off <laughs> she she's not winning the treasure chest if jim Dillon wants to win that's fine but i'll be well no cursing let's see what facebook's saying before we take a break susan says you guys something about the cursing by the way um i was told by a guest slash listener that we need to tone it down oh is that right yeah and i'll i'll take that and i'll run with it sorry i didn't get that memo <laughs> susan says you guys just aren't right y'all ain't right y'all ain't right y'all are something else brian skipper has lost his mind <laughs> well he's the he's our regular youtuber he's the looky here guy i'll just read all of his comments in succession here looky here <clears throat> yo get up from dar looky look at here cuzzy looky here cuzzy wyg john casey ignoring youtubers i ain't calling stevens not stefan look at here <laughs> redskins a peewee herman doll <laughs> so those are his comments brian, on brian uh, you Facebook. are something else y'all you are not right thanks brian for all of that john says favorite pirate named peter peter torlak it's torlak time great call alex says we were cracking him up uh the last few minutes there last segment josh thomas says it's more like a 30 second delay most days online so there you go uh if you'd like to chime in conan says how about them cowboys good win over houston way to go how about them cowboys oh, Ben is ready to see the Pirates beat USC and the other Greenville on the 17th. You going to the game, Ben? That'd be fun. See the Pirates at a neutral site. Taking on a not great South Carolina team. I think they're 5-4 and four on the year. Nothing to write home about. Very winnable game for the Pirates. Wasn't too long ago they were in the Final Four. With um, Frank Martin. The guy that had the Game of Thrones. Sindarius Thornwell oh yeah was that his name i know i think i do remember that guy cindarius was his first name right yeah cindarius thornwell where's he at now i'm gonna say he's like in egypt let's uh take a look at wearing a clippers jersey cindarius thornwell he is at fruity extra busapur in turkey wow congratulations fruity extra you know 
I'll just tell myself that joke of what they used to call Chandler in high school. Oh my god. It wasn't fruity extra. It was anyway. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up our number one. We got a great question from Jansen to answer on the other side. Favorite and least favorite Christmas song. I need to think of my least favorite. I got a new favorite Christmas song. It hasn't overtaken Josh Groban's Oh Holy Night. But I found out what the name of that Taylor Swift song I heard on the radio yesterday. That is a great Christmas song. I'm going to put that as my new favorite. I got to think of my least favorite. Everybody think of theirs, and we'll talk about it when we return after this. listening to hour one of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by university pc care your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs visit universitypccare.com to learn more today now back to the show welcome back for the latest uh, breaking news interesting stories and awesome contests that could make you a winner be sure to follow pirate radio on our social media, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PR927FM. Join the over 60,000 followers today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. All right, we have a final in the World Cup. Argentina advancing to the World Cup final. First time since 2014. Have they ever won? <laughs> um, Now that I don't know, but I know it's the first time since 2014 that they've made it to the uh to that level all right they knock off croatia three nothing france and morocco it's kind of a surprise right morocco is a huge surprise yeah morocco they will play tomorrow with the finals this weekend argentina has won two world cups for those wondering back uh last one came in 1986 1986. I think I might ask some World Cup questions tomorrow at Trivia at AJ's. How you feel about that, Chandler? Eh, probably won't do so well. Not great. Maybe some of my teammates on 100% will know. Maybe I'll just throw up some uh, country flags, see how y'all do. Mm. Argentina has a cool flag. Um, you had a The whole second round last week was hockey, yeah. which I wasn't looking forward to, but I do like how you had clues for the first and last name for each player yeah if you watch hockey and know all-stars you could just recognize the guys if you didn't recognize them you could try to guess uh with some clues mike mullis is here hey molly hey bud how you doing good is this kind of a uh, um, obscure sports day we've gone world cup and hockey kind of back to back yeah talking about a little I bit say, say obscure well they are in my world um, in my world too yeah I will, yeah i don't know if I'm, they're not on my my radar yeah it's funny the three of us say that and soccer's like the most popular game in the world or yeah you know. but not to us no i bet there's like three fine gentlemen talking like american football over in belarus right now i don't even know if that's a good example i, I think know. it would be maybe they're like baseball they could care less about baseball. Well, I knew you could come up with a better example. But American football would be something that has infiltrated their world. Okay. Uh, 
Carter wants ECU South Carolina basketball predictions. All right, Carter. We'll give you that. But Jansen wants our favorite and least favorite Christmas songs. So I have a new favorite. I heard this for the first time yesterday, driving with my wife and daughter, and I said, who is singing this? Because I heard uh, a Whitney Houston Christmas song, Shirley, that was, and I said, that's Whitney, right? My wife's like, yeah. I was like, man. And I said, do you consider Whitney the goat? And she said, hands down. Molly, what do you think about that conversation? Sounds Best like singer of all time? Is Whitney? Yeah. My wife's a Whitney fan. But, but you're not. Interesting. Why do you hate Whitney Houston? <laughs> Was there any implication that I hate a Whitney Houston? <laughs> no. She's all right. Definitely the most uh, popular, probably the greatest national anthem of all time. Yeah, it's up there. Um, but then the song came on. I say, who is this? They say Taylor Swift. And I'm like, wow, am I a Swifty? Am I a Swifthead? But her song, Christmas Tree Farm, you familiar with that one, Molly? That is a absolute stone cold jam. Not my favorite all time. That is easily Josh Groban's rendition of Oh Holy Night, which cannot be topped. But uh man, Christmas Tree Farm is rising up the ranking. Rising up the rankings. I've never heard it. Uh, I heard it for the first time yesterday. Check it out on the way home. Oh, I will. And thank me later. No, I can't. <laughs> Text wait. me immediately <laughs> I'm and say I've given it three spins already. Where can I find that? I guess I'll just have to outright Google. I would YouTube that bad boy. That's yeah, what that's, I did. That's worth it for sure. <laughs> it's worth it YouTube. I'm a traditional Christmas music kind of guy. All right. Hit me uh, with some like of your... Bing, like Bing or Frank, Any anything they sing. Are you on a first name basis with Bing Crosby and Frank? Well, apparently I am now. Sinatra? <laughs> I was gonna say, well, you called Taylor Swift like Swifty or whatever. I mean, I, yeah, so I don't, I mean. Are you a bing? Bingy? Bing? Bing! Errol Bing. A bingy? A bingy. Uh, so you like the classics. Yeah. I, another one I like, I don't seek it out, but when I hear it on the Christmas station, I'll keep it there. On this night, on this night, on this merry Christmas night. I like that one, too. Can't say I've heard that one. Yes, you have. I just probably sang it really poorly there. Yeah. Probably. I know what you're talking about. Thank you, Molly. That's actually my oldest son's one of his go tos. There you go. Well, All right. What well, who sings it? I, I it's like a choir. That. It's like a Yeah. Yeah, that's right. He starts doing the little squilly, you know, the the squilly part of that after you get through the the chorus there. He yeah. That's his officially Christmas time go to kind of deal. I'm gonna uh, hit it in the background faintly just so you can uh hear it surely. All right, Chandler, what are your uh favorites? My favorite is I love the Jackson 5's rendition of Santa Claus is Coming to Town. My daughter um, really liked that one as a kid and would sing that in the car. I do like the more uh, soulful soulful Christmas songs. You know, like the Temptations have some that are out there, whatever. I, I do enjoy those. Least favorite, though, is a clear winner for me. I mean, don't worry about the us talking. Just crank your music up if you like. You got it's it? from Home Alone. Well, I'm sure it was in Home Alone. I don't think it's from. Wait, Home it's Alone. not from, but it's in the. Is movie. this Macaulay Culkin? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's Joe Pesci. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I remember that, as soon as I heard that song, I just thought of Home Alone. All right, uh, Molly. Worst Christmas song ever is Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, followed closely by the Twelve Days of Christmas. Any version, it's too freaking long. Hmm. All right, I agree with that. I like that you're passionate about it. I'll tell you one that I can't stand now because it's just it's played all the time and it's the most popular, probably the most popular Christmas song. 
the the woman that sings it still has to use like a uh, teleprompter where she sings the song. Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey's. Uh, I, I promise you at the house, in the kitchen, the the nest, whatever it is, and, and my wife will say, "Hey Google, play Christmas music," and that will come on first. Yeah. Every All time. Yeah, it is kind of played out, play which is why I like Taylor Swift came out with the jam. It probably won't replace it, but it's up there now. So you remember the debate, if we're just going to go 30 or 45 minutes on Christmas music, this is actually uh, kind of interesting. There was a debate a couple, maybe last year, year before, about the baby it's cold outside oh, and yeah, how it was yeah. all. And it's funny. I saw a comedian doing a bit on uh, some social media platform, and he was saying, you know, it's a shame that we banned this song that, you know, came after the end of World War One and blah, blah, blah. And he was reading the lyrics, and he said, but today, at this exact same date, uh, as we're banning this song, the number one song in the country was a song by... Um, the female really really vulgar rapper uh what's her the, Nicki minaj yeah or, Nicki minaj yeah. it was um it was I, I i'm even embarrassed to say the title of it but but <laughs> I'm, I'm dead serious it was it was bad yeah uh and but it was the number one song in the land and he was reading the lyrics like intertwining them it's pretty yeah cool. we pick and choose things to be no question about it and uh no doubt about that uh shirley you might have to help me with this one john moody says santa tell me by ariana grande is, yep. is moving up in his power it's, uh, yep hmm I'm, i'll check that it, one out it's i like it it's a it's a little groove you know it's, i just I, yeah I, ariana grande and taylor Swift just doesn't seem right singing christmas i don't know i like to give uh everyone a chance before i just write them off well, well that, i mean that's I'm, me i like the classics but i do once in a while i'll catch a contemporary one that i like how about uh christmas rapping molly love it oh christmas and queens yeah run dmc no no well i was saying the actual <laughs> oh, like, rapping like uh, christmas christmas rapping, christmas rapping oh no that's not bad isn't that the, the waitresses, waitresses. yes well done dun, 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 dun. peter all-time favorite go Feliz navidad <laughs> all right you know what, Peter? I don't even know you well, but I would have guessed that you were. That was either you really see that? really really being um, smart, which is funny, or that that you genuinely believe that. No, I genuinely okay. believe that. All right. Feliz okay. Navidad. That's a hit, Shirley. What's yours? My favorite. Yeah. Uh, Molly's gonna. No. He's, he's gonna have something to say about it. Uh, don't let I that have stop a, I have a lot, but the one that I consistently play every single holiday it's a boy season. Band. Uh, no, it's not even New Kids on the Block, although Funky Funky Christmas, great album, great Christmas album. Hey Santa by Wilson Phillips. Hey Santa. You told me about that one, yes. hey and Santa. I don't think I listened to it. I like Wilson Phillips. I absolutely love that song, and I play it every Christmas. Michael Winstead has a bone to pick with Molly. His favorite song is Grandma Got Run Over by a Rain. Well, and there's always that guy or person that, that thinks that is the... Uh, but it's it's so... It's terrible. <laughs> Grandma yeah. Got Run Over uh, Jansen says Feliz Navidad is a jam. Least favorite Christmas shoes. Is that a oh, sad one? That that's is a, a sad Yes, yeah. it's by New Song, and I will tell you, it. oh, it gets me every time at the end. I, and I think it's been done by more than I think Lee Greenwood did a version of Christmas shoes that they you know yeah the one the one I'm familiar with is new song because at the very it's end a tugger. It, yeah the the kid sings and it will get you every time nope right. because I flip it before it gets to the end <laughs> um 
I don't know. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer kind of promotes bullying, so I'm not into that. Can we get that canceled? <laughs> they calling them names. Yeah. Oh, and you then, gotta listen to the DMX version. And then they like him because he's some sort of freak show with a shiny nose. Like, hey, look at this freak. What so, this weirdo? That's my least favorite. My least favorite has to be, although most recently there is a version that I don't mind, but up until that version came out, Little Drummer Boy. I mm. absolutely could not stand that song until there was a band called For King and Country. They did a version of Little Drummer Boy that is outstanding. I like Little Drummer Boy. I, I never liked that song. It, until for king and country came out with their version what about mary did you know it's funny you bring Love that, that up song. that's your baby because my dad used to sing it like that just say that one part and i don't know if, if i don't think he liked it but he was kind of being funny hey ironically is your mom's name mary um no that would have been pretty appropriate if he just even in june he could belt that out no nah. no nah. Pamela, did you know? Pamela, <laughs> did you know that your baby boy would soon host Pirate Radio Live? If you've ever heard Pentatonics, their version of that song is outstanding. By Mike the way. P said, "Anyone said Santa Claus is coming to town by Jackson Five? Yes, Mike, we did like five minutes ago. Actually, he didn't. Keep up or get out. That wasn't the Jackson Five reference. Wasn't uh, another one? Was that one? Jackson, it was Jackson, yeah, okay. Jackson Five. All right." Is there an echo in here? Whoa! Oh! No, I was just debating why I've been answering text messages. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Good segment, Molly. That was good. And his, his time on the show has not even started yet. No, nah, this is bonus time. It's Man. 10 after 4. My time has started. I'm on the clock. <laughs> All right, one more segment with Mike Mullis when we return on Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday. We are getting you in the Christmas spirit. Back with more after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Well, keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Apologies to Ben. I'm sorry, Carter. He asked for ECU versus South Carolina basketball predictions. Um, I'm feeling optimistic about this one for some reason. Maybe it's because it's not a true road game. It's a neutral site. Maybe it's because South Carolina isn't any good. Uh, let me look at what they've done so far this year. They're like five and four, I think. Yeah, five and four. We have a common opponent, South Carolina State. We lost to them. Their only win of the year. South Carolina beat them by three, 80 to 77. Uh, South Carolina has been blown out. They lost by 32 to Colorado State. They lost by 19 to Furman. They lost by 24 to George Washington. 
uh so they uh they are nothing to write home about i think the pirates can hang with them and i think the pirates can win it 73 to 67 so you know i, I was uh, able to attend the game sunday clip by the way it's the first time i've been in attendance uh to hear you uh, as the PA announcer, and you did a fantastic job. Thank and don't you. don't side eye me because I, I was wondering what a, you were going to say. I made a point to call you until you did a nice job. But I also had another observation that I took away from the game that I thought was uh, kind of equally as interesting. And there was a ball that goes out of bounds to where Jenny and Chandler are sitting, and uh, and and Jenny has the camera up, so she's doing her deal, and Chandler's in support of. And she takes the ball right off the lens, and Chad never even flinches. Well, I also had my phone out, and I've got the video to prove it. That ball was coming straight towards us. But, yeah, yeah I have a video on my phone. But your reaction time was zero. Yeah. Well, and I told somebody the other day it was like 3D because I'm sitting there paying attention on what I'm recording on the phone, and that ball's coming towards me. And I'm like, oh. And at the very last second, I'm like, oh, that's because it's literally right in my face. Yeah. So he's – he works too hard. He does his job too well, Molly. Well, he's looking through a phone at a basketball coming at him. But That's the, his job. But from the time uh, – I get that. But from the time of the interpretation of that ball's going to hit me to the reality of that ball hitting Jenny, there was no effort to to lay down his life for his comrade. I asked her if she was all right. I was worried about <laughs> – what. I was worried about did the camera work after that. Yes. Did it? Good. Yep, yep. She was able to get uh, – you know continue to get awesome pictures does she have a shiner like did the camera hit her in the eye no just no but you know cameras you really don't put them up to your eye anymore thanks molly so molly's saying you should have i just figured the type of guy got no, I, i've got to have better reaction i I've just got, figured to have more of, awareness the, the type of person you are that you would have just yeah. given your body up in protection of your of your of your teammate yeah but, and I think you would have. If, if I can you, go back in time, absolutely. Yeah, but you didn't really respond physically. It was a little no. bit of a delay. It was like it was on tape delay, and I think you made an effort to block it as you were getting in your car in the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think the no. intentions were there. Yeah. Now that I think back on it, I'm upset with myself. It was very unlong snapper-like. Hmm. Dang it. I would have just expected faster reaction times. Your best days are behind you. Yep. I'm out of my prime. Yep. Well, but now that was my first game ba- getting some content baseline, and you know that I think that's just a part of the growing pains. There, you okay. have to be more aware, and I think I'm going to learn from that. Molly, uh, any thoughts on the game itself and the Pirates? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I I thought they made great halftime adjustments. That that freaking point guard for them, Sesums, he could. I mean, off the dribble, he was as good as anybody, and I I didn't even unbeknownst to me until I found out later he was like what number four in the country in scoring or whatever so um, I think the Pirates just out physical them down the line and made, did make good adjustments kind of got him to you know stop the ball coming down and because you know second part of the first half he kind of had I mean he was just you know lane 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 just to the to the basket every time so I enjoyed watching though Ezra Chandler uh, is the man mm-hmm. stepping up getting a lot of time um now, Mike Schwartz said after the game that two things they're working on with him uh, are turnovers and fouls. And he had turnovers and he fouled out, but was very productive on the court. He can get to the rim. Quick. Goodness gracious. Quick. Uh, blink of an eye. And I will point out that ever since I said he had a nice free throw stroke, I don't think he's made one. 
Yeah, but he's got great size. Um, he can, like you said, he can get to the basket really quick. But a lot of those turnovers are happening when he's trying to get to the basket. He's getting stripped from behind or a little lackadaisical yeah. dribbling so, in the paint and stuff. And, and I think he's a true freshman. You got to keep that in mind. And I think he'll just grow from here and he'll be even a, a better player. Well, and I, the 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 um, the intensity of Felton. I, I don't know that Felton's really one of your best five players, uh, but I think you got to have him on the floor. He, he genuinely looks like he wants to play defense and does a good job. And he's a physical cat. I mean, yeah, he's, yes, you know, so. I've always, oh, Molly's going to really enjoy this one. <laughs> I, I want to see him play safety one game for ECU. Okay. Maybe maybe, maybe my thing, Molly, is putting athletes in different You know sports. what, though? No, I think that makes more sense than Charlie Woods playing wide receiver. Okay. All right. So, you'll give me that one. I mean, because I, he looks the part yeah. for that. And, you know, I, his dad didn't Michael Jordan. You know, that might be a different argument if there was some genetics there that he was predisposed to potentially be Michael Jordan's kid that went to UCF should have played golf. Not very good. Yeah. Right. But, boy, he could gamble. <laughs> you can bet on that. All right. Uh, let's see. Tiger played this weekend, right? And lost. No, they played Monday. They played Monday? They played Monday in the match, and it was, uh, quite frankly, I, it was almost, I, I did not enjoy watching it. I, I, we tried to watch some of it. It was JT. Um, was it Monday and Spieth? Monday the tenth. Um, JT and Spieth and Tiger and Rory, and man, what a just a, a I don't know. It, it, it's supposed to be geared to you know hear the banner and whatever and playing under the lights, which I, I guess that's supposed to be a cool thing. But I just um, I don't know. I was underwhelmed. Yeah, I was underwhelmed. Now, from what I understand, though, that uh, that golf course is where the uh, the AAC conference championship will be if i where was understood that correct yeah 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 florida so i um i you know i think pretty nice obviously a pretty nice venue to to host something like that but yeah tiger i mean tiger just we we just are not going to have tiger that we've known and you know somebody asked me this week they've like hey give me your like 10 second spiel on the live tour and i said it's killing the pga i mean it's real simple we had these match things before but that that this weekend or you know or first of the week was just it's just not good this is probably not easy to compare and maybe not fair but like is it tougher to watch tiger right now or tom brady on sundays like these guys no tiger 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 has fallen so far you will still see glimpses of brady okay he he was bad this past weekend the weekend before he leads a a game winner 98 yards true We, we, we i mean and the other thing is there, so that you know everything is track man spin rate, ball speed, club head speed, and baseball's doing that, and golf has their version of it. And they were putting the club head speed and ball velocities were they kept you know alluding to it, and they I think they said Tiger had a two oh seven or so. They're inflating the numbers to make you feel like oh my god he's superhuman. He, there's no way he's doing it. It's the end result will will tell you whether or not the right. You know the speeds were were what they say they were, so they, I mean it's the entirety of the PGA Tour, including those exhibition events. I mean, unfortunately, it's just they're grasping the straws. Yeah, trying to come up with something, and uh, I mean, I guess they have to. We have seen these matches under the lights before. We have seen it where you know meant a little more. I say meant a little more where Tiger was in better shape, so it was more. Um, you know more watchable if they're gonna go with different do something different i would like to see more match play events i like the team events that would be yeah some i mean 
And when I say team, I don't feel I don't, like that's being too gimmicky either. Like, no, that's done. I mean, that's yeah. that's done. I, and I don't say team like Live Tour has the you know the build the team and then you have a team champion. I guess that could be cool if it's people that you care to watch for and you have a team that you can cheer for. Um, it was kind of a foregone conclusion with Dustin Johnson, the team he had. They just walked the dog on everybody. But I like the, hey, you know, you got um, you know, two guys paired up playing other twosomes and they change the format up and maybe have an alternate shot. Maybe you have – the problem is you can't get world golf ranking points that way because you're not playing your own golf ball. So I don't – you know, I don't know. They – yeah. It is something that they're going to have to figure out, or the PGA Tour is just, like I said, they're, they're going to find themselves in real trouble. My Mullis joining us. Molly, let's look at the NFL playoff picture as we sit here on Tuesday. Got a few weeks left to go in the regular season. In the AFC, the Bills and Chiefs, both 10-3. and 3. The Bills right now have the tiebreaker, would be the number one seed and get a bye. Uh, the Ravens would be the three. The struggling Titans would be the four at seven and six. Your wild cards right now would be Cincinnati, Miami. And with the win last night, the Patriots seven and six, but the Chargers and Jets also seven and six. So it looks like the last spot, last couple of spots are going to come down to New England, LA, New York, and, and Miami's eight and five. They got a game on those other teams, but that's the race going on yeah and you know the the chiefs and bills although they have the same record seem to be going different directions uh the bills have some you know some things to figure out i, I don't think they can't figure them out but it's the, you know the little bit of scuffle on offense but yeah and i mean how about outside of buffalo and kansas city who do you like most in the afc is it the Bengals? is it the dolphins it's not the dolphins Tua is just not very good so you're out on Tua i am i've never really been in on him i like him as a dude and i think he's competitive and all i think he's an ideal backup quarterback you know it, it's hard with Derek. i mean the, can you write the titans off mm. i mean i don't know it's getting close to it titans Bengals would play in the first round but it would be at tennessee because they're the division winner but the Bengals would be favored in that game. Yeah, I you know I don't know. It's that one is is interesting. I mean, and then you know then you have the NFC South, which is well. Let's go to the NFC. Philly at twelve and one. They're, yeah, the Vikings would be the two. Uh, Dallas still has a chance to be the one if they can catch Philly, uh, but they're two games back right now. Uh, Vikings will be two. Niners are three. Bucks four at six and seven. Your wild cards right now would be the NFC East, Dallas, Washington, and New York, with Seattle and believe it or not, Detroit looming. Uh, and is there a better story in all of football than the 49ers right now? I mean, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. He's hard to argue against right now. Throws a pretty ball. And he's yeah. It's cool. I mean, it's a cool deal. You know, he he throws a touchdown, his dad's just, you know, his dad's yoked and his dad's up there just balling. Usually, Mr. Cool. Irrelevant is like a punter or yeah. a, a special teams guy. It's rarely a QB. Yeah, I don't, yeah. So, um, I, I, I love the Niners. I picked them to go to the Super Bowl before the year. And I'm glad to see that they have not missed a beat uh, with Jimmy G out. Um, and, you know, nobody even remembers 
Trey Lance. Yeah. You didn't even remember his name. No, I did. I was, I was kind of <laughs> seeing if but, I remember. Yeah, but nobody even remembers Trey Lance was the starter. Did he play? He played. Did he get hurt week one? Two, I think. Week one or two, yeah. But, but he, you know, he, he's the starter. He's. Oh, he's, yeah, they lost week one. Yeah. He's the dumpster fire. Or he's the reason that the dumpster fire of Garoppolo is going to go somewhere else. And then they go, wait a minute, let's pay this guy as a backup. Next thing you know, they're in the three deep. Th- that is going to be a wealthy quarterback room. Uh, no, uh, you know, depending on how this all shakes, right? You got three guys that could end up three different places next year. Uh, you know, only one of them being with the 49ers. And I mean, would it be crazy if Brock Purdy's the guy that's back with the 49ers and the other two are on the market? I mean, wild. Your teams might be looking at quarterback. Yeah, that'd be all. I'd take look any of the three. <laughs> um, huge one Sunday night, New York at Washington. That's huge. NFC East on display. I, Winner take all. That's just two extremely mediocre football teams playing each other. It's going to be a, a bad game, but I think my team is less bad, and I think they're going to win. I think the Giants stink. Yeah, that's a 99-cent frozen cheese pizza. Relax. It's it's just it's a two pizza. playoff It's teams. just a pizza. It doesn't mean It anything. got flexed into that spot because they know that's what the people want. That's how bad the schedule is next week. <laughs> that's two bad football teams. No, they're not. You can't say bad. Washington's not bad. They're not good, but they're not bad. So what does that make them? I think, did you say mediocre earlier? Marginal. That's fine. I'll take that. So you're, you're fired up for mediocre. <laughs> Let's turn that W upside down to an M for the new logo. They're the mediocre. mediocre. <laughs> All right. Um, you know, when I was growing up, I was like, mediocre? What me too. Okra? And, and prima donna. What a, yeah. P-R-E Madonna. Yeah. yeah. What, is, what does okra have to do with this? My grandma used to make some good fried okra. Dude, that's one of my favorites. Really? Oh, yeah. Parker's has good fried okra. People don't think about it as one of the sides. Get that uh, for uh, a side. I need to try that. Yeah. A lot of baseball signings, Molly. I hadn't really kept up with it a lot. Uh, the big one, I was talking to um, the other Igo today at Stop Shop, Scott Igo. He is a Giants fan. And I uh, made a mistake and mentioned, uh, hey, I saw the Giants uh, got Mitch Hanniger. And he went on for about five minutes how they were supposed to get judged, supposed to do all this stuff, and they haven't done anything, and they're only going to end up with Mitch Hanniger. And I said, Scott, I got to go back to Pirate Radio, bud. I'm sorry. He uh, he was not happy. Look, that is a quite a letdown to a Giants fan. <laughs> yeah. If you think you're getting judged, and you and I guess those expectations had been that raised. was a real like yeah real thing. Again, I had somebody pretty tight with the organization going, oh, oh no, yeah. no, they're going to they're gonna pay him. They're going to they're get you. Mark my word. He's going to be a, okay. Well, how'd that work out? Yep. Not great. Not great, Bob. All right, Molly, thanks for hanging out, man. Yeah, enjoyed it. Well, uh, you know, come on next week one more time. Well, I mean, sure. For the year? Yeah. Hey, let me be the first to say Happy New Year. Yeah, okay. Are we going to start this again? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back when we return. I'm going to need y'all to look and listen. Because Cy Seymour is going to join us on the Pit Electric Live Line. We're talking pirate hoops when we return on PRL. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. 
Now back to the show. Welcome back. From sales to service, Greenville Auto World has all of your vehicle needs covered. Shop all of their inventory now at greenvilleautoworld.net. If you're also looking for someone to service your vehicle, they have a full service and repair facility. They do brakes, oil changes, tires, inspections, and can repair any kind of vehicle. Greenville Auto World across from Speedway at Bell's Fork and online at greenvilleautoworld.net. Thanks to Tim Sutton and Jim Rogers for their sponsorship of the program. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, the North Texas Mean Green are heading to the American. And they will be bringing with them what could be a high-flying offense. Pete Thamel reporting North Texas is finalizing a deal to make Washington State offensive coordinator Eric Morris the school's next head coach. Dana Holgerson uh, quote tweeted that and said, this is incredible for this to happen on a day like today. Another Mike Leach guy. Congrats, Coach Morris. So, uh, Eric Morris, part of the Mike Leach tree on uh, the day that Mike Leach passes away. But uh, Eric Morris going to be the new coach in the American. And that is, or in for North Texas, when they come to the American, that is the theme uh, for the AAC. A lot of coaching turnover. So, East Carolina is in a good spot when it comes to uh, retaining Mike Houston, having some stability there, because there are a ton of schools in the AAC that have new coaches, will have new coaches in 2023. All right, let's talk some basketball. Let's head out to the Pit Electric Live line and talk to Cy Seymour, who joins us today on Pirate Radio Live. Cy, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, Clip. Happy happy holidays to you, man. Same to you. Same to you. We are uh, gearing up for... The Christmas season here, and uh, looking forward to some East Carolina bowl action. Size, you know, we haven't had a bowl game in a long time. Made it last year, couldn't play the game, so that'll be exciting. Uh, a couple days after Christmas, we'll have uh, basketball to follow, of course, but uh, one more football game as well. Yeah, glad to see it. Glad to see the the Pirates on track and and got the got the bid. And uh, let's let's wish them success in the bowl game down there in Birmingham. Uh, Coach Houston's done a really good job with his ball club. Saw uh, Mike Houston and the team on the court on Sunday as East Carolina was able to knock off Coppin State and kind of similar to what we saw earlier this season uh, from the Pirates' side. Down at halftime, uh, this time they made a quick rally out of the gate to start the second half and were able to win that game 84-75 over uh, Coppin State on Sunday. What would you uh, notice from that one, Si? Well, I... What you really notice is how much the landscape can change in one year with basketball. Common uh, State picked up uh, a, a tremendous guard in Sam Session uh, from Penn State, and he's one of the best players for their ball club. He averaged 11 a game, and, and everybody thinks, well, he just transferred calls. No, he was an academic uh, uh, Big Ten player, all Big Ten player. And he, what happened was he had finished his four years he decided to go graduate school. He picked Juan Dixon because Juan Dixon – uh, recruited him at one time, and he really liked him. So he goes over there, and he is averaging 24 a game. He, and prior to going to Penn State, he averaged 18 or 19 a game at Buffalo University. So this kid's the real deal. And, and you knew right away he was going to be very difficult to handle. He was averaging 27 in the last four games he played in. So he's a really good player. And then they had others, I, you know. Then you look at Tark and all confidence in that league. So yeah. This was not – everybody thinks that it's easy now. No. With the portal, you get one good, two good players, you can be dangerous to any, any school in the country. 
I really liked uh, Tark. You mentioned him, number four, along with Sessoms. And, uh, you know, if Tark is two or three inches taller, who knows where where he's playing right now. But, I mean, you always say it's side. Jeff says it when I talk to him, Coach Perry. Uh, every team has players. You're going to see them night in on and night out no matter who you play. And, and it's a matter of, you know, stopping those guys and hoping the uh, the ancillary parts don't don't beat you. But, yeah, Sessoms and Tark, 22 and 19 uh, the other day for Coppin State. Yeah, Tark, six foot four, good power guard, shoots it left handed, stocky, so he can play it. I, I said on the air yesterday, uh, on Sunday, I said, these are two American conference guards. They are. They're, as good, they're, they're just like anybody you play, but probably with the exception of Houston, who has an all American guard. But every team has guards that are this good. I mean, and these kids, I mean, these were no flukes. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to get the points and they're not going to back down. So, that's that's a really impressive win by the Pirates, and, I, and I, our, one of our keys to the game was you've got to beat them inside. And, and ECU, when you look at the points in the paint, they scored 50 compared to 32. You beat them in the paint by 18, but you lose the three ball by 15. Huh. It's a three-point game for East Carolina. But it's never easy. It's never easy anymore. It's how hard. Cy Seymour joining us, Pit Electric Live Line. Cy, another big one from Ezra Asar. He had 18 points. He had uh, three boards. And another thing, uh, Coach Schwartz has said it earlier in the year, but heard him say it postgame with Jeff as well, that uh, the thing they want to fix with Ezra, and and he's young and and just kind of playing his – first ball here but turnovers and foul trouble and and we both we saw both of those kind of creep up on sunday five fouls he fouled out at three turnovers but man his 18 points were big and and again the way he can get from the free throw line to the basket in the blink of an eye i mean he, he's got something special there uh, unfortunately si ever since i said he had a pretty free throw stroke i don't think he's made one oh for four from the line on sunday uh but man ezra's got a lot of fans here early in his career he's doing some good things out there well he was a top player too make no bones this was a good get by mike swords and his staff this is a top 30 uh, big man i mean in the country uh and, and the other part about him he may be from baseline to baseline the fastest player on the team. Yeah. Uh, how, how about the play? What was to me? He got back on on the guards. They tried to throw a long pass. He jumps up at half court. Not only does he knock it down, he lets it, he makes sure it goes behind his back. Yeah. And he takes it on the dead dead dribble and dunks it. Now that just doesn't happen. I mean, he is just a tremendous athlete. He plays hard, and so. When you look at uh, look at Ozar, he is just going to be a tremendous player here. And and when, when you again, I hate to keep going back to this. When you start four sophomores and one freshman, there's going to be growing pains. And these kids are getting better. And I, I'll tell you one that's stepping up: Benjamin Biala. Yeah. Watch. He defends it well. He's long. He hit another three against uh, Coppin, but he also hit a three against Wilmington. And I know people, you know, you're saying, well, he's not doing that much. He's really coming on a little bit better. He, he turned his ankle early in the year. He's had a knee injury. And slowly but surely, he's that long, athletic guy along. Uh, and I wrote Jaden Walker. Those guys are long. They can defend in this league. And that's hard to find guys like this. Uh, you know, I, I like the Boone Jay, too. But there, there's several kids. They're still working their way in the lineup. I, I like Coach Schwartz, what he's doing. He's trying to figure it all out. 
like I said, he had five different uh, lineup uh, starting lineups going into that game the other day. But he's got to. He's got to find out who, who and what and where and how. I think mean, that's <laughs> what he's doing. Give him credit. He's doing it right. And people shouldn't be discouraged. When I looked at the preseason schedule, I think we're right on schedule as far as wins and losses. Now, did I think we'd beat South Carolina State? Yeah, I thought we would. They played a heck of a ball game. But we beat Toledo, who's one of the top teams. I mean, they're a very good team in this country. So he, they, they balance each other out. We're about where I thought this ball would club would be because you're learning. They're, these coaches are doing everything. And the upside of all these young kids is nothing but good if you can hold them together, not let them get discouraged. Yeah. This is a tough, tough run right here. Not let them get discouraged. That's a key uh, for Benjamin Baela, his shooting slump. And Coach Schwartz uh, stuck with him, and uh, he's playing with a little confidence right now. You can see it on the court. Cy, uh, Jaden Walker, you mentioned him, eight points and uh, four rebounds, uh, two assists for Jaden. And Cy, if you have an all-time ECU dunk contest, uh, R.J. Felton might find a spot up there. But put Jaden Walker in there. I don't know if I've seen a guy jump like him, get as high as he can. He had uh, two on Sunday. They got the crowd going. Yeah, it's funny. I, I, you, when you think about stuff like I think about Derek Wiley when we were in the old Conference USA. Oh, yeah. He put one on Dwayne Wade. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he put one on Dwayne Wade. So, but you're right. The dunk side of the baseline dunk was unbelievable by – uh, Jay, I thought Jaden is a, a heck of a dunk when you look at Walker's dunk. I think, and I think, like the RJ, one just inside the house. Uh, when we when I first started watching practices early, Ben Bayala took the baseline, and it was Lucy and Johnson. He took it and jammed it over top of both of them huh. like that one yesterday. All right, so it's in Bayala. I can tell you that too. And listen, uh, they are. It's a good group of six six athletes that can move. And again, don't don't forget, uh, Debuje is the same kind of athlete. These are good guys that just, they've got to play. They just have to play. And and never underestimate Brandon Johnson what he's done for this ball club. You know, he, you, we're we're treating him like he's a senior. He's he's really got three years left this year and two more. He played a tremendous ball game the other day. I thought Brandon played well. I thought Javon Small is playing tremendous. They're playing like seniors, and they're, they've got years to go. Uh, so there's a lot of good things going on for East Carolina. They're just young, and they're going to make mistakes. Cy Seymour joining us. Cy, uh, what happened to Caleb LeCount? Saw he, uh, he left the court. He was bleeding and uh, did not return. Only played three minutes in the game on Sunday. So did you find out anything after the game? What exactly happened to him? Well, uh, the officials came over to us, but I will tell you this. Because I, you know how much I love it. McCount had two straight defensive stops on sessions. Now he, because he was smaller, he had tried everybody on on session, and he brought in McCount and he got two defensive stops, and then he got hit in the nose and it was bleeding extremely. I mean, it was all over the floor in front of us. And so when the officials came over, we wanted to see if it was a flagrant foul on somebody off the ball, yeah. and it was a friendly fire foul. Oh, somebody got him on his own team. Man. Somebody hit him in the face on his own team. Didn't mean to, just going for a double team. And they hit each other and got him right in the nose. So that's what happened. And then it just left him out. because. That, but understand, two stops against session. That's hard to do. Well, Cy, si, let me tell you this. Uh, LeCount is a good listener. I, I was lucky enough uh, and able to do the PA on Sunday, which was a lot of fun. And I'm right there, down there with the – 
uh, hearing Juan Dixon yell and scream and Mike Schwartz. But when LeCount went in, uh, Schwartz said something to the effect of, I want you to take out Sessom. So I shut him down. You know, he was repeating it. The, Stop him! Shut him down! Take him out! And uh, and as you say, he got a couple. He didn't get a chance to to get more though. That way, you said it. Right. And, and listen, that is Mike's force. He he had tried everybody. I don't. I, I did that one night. I said, "Who wants to guard him?" One thing. He ended up going. To, he ended up going to Florida State and eating everybody up. He was from Ferrum Junior College, and I said, "Who wants Pete?" He was that good, and my best defensive player. So at some point, you got to find a guy that can stop him, yeah. and he stopped him twice. But you're right, and it's nobody's fault. He went by everybody, and he's been doing that all his career. He's just—he's a tremendous player. But two straight stops, LeCount did a nice job. Cy Seymour joining us. Cy, as we uh, we follow what's going on this year uh, for Mike Schwartz, he is building something here in year one. So as he's looking at recruiting you know and and eventually the portal every team in the country would like a skilled big man that's not a shocker ECU could use that uh, but what do you think coach Schwartz is looking at in particular he's obviously not going to turn down the best available player but what do you think he's looking to add to this team with the pieces he has right now well of course one of the things he's going to add is an, an athletic big man but like any big man that's really big he's he's a little green a little raw but he signed him, and he's a 6'11 kid that I, I met when he was on campus. This guy is legitimately long and tall and got a great attitude. And like I said, the recruiting world for him, uh, it was Seton Hall was in on him, Cincinnati, and East Carolina. So he's a high-level player, and, and we got him. I think it was the day, it might have been the NC State football game that I met him. Uh, that's a kid coming in or has committed to ECU and signed. That's, that's a big get. Now, you have nothing right now open, but they're always recruiting and always looking at kids, whether it be junior college or portal, or they're, they're looking right now. I can assure you of that. They, there's never any stop. What do they need? Uh, I, I always think you need uh, shooters. you got to find another shooter. I think you got to have another. Uh, I, I think the big man you're getting in is a good one. And, and you know what, what clip it goes to? What leaves you? I mean, you know, when I look at yeah. see Tristan on a top five team and Jaden Walker on a top five team, where would we be with that if they had been here? You know, that's how crazy it all is, and and and, and it's nobody's fault. It's just it is the AAU mentality. If I'm not satisfied, I'm leaving. Now Tristan, I think was going to stay, but at the end, uh, when Joe left, he said, I, "I think I'll go on." And nobody's fault. It's not. Uh, Joe didn't push him out. Tell him go, go, go. No, that didn't happen. Remember, Jake went before that. Yeah. So it's not that. It's just the way of the world now, and you've got to be willing to the to adjust on the fly when a kid leaves you. So it's early clip, but I can tell you right now, all eyes are open because I talk to these coaches. All eyes are open, and all eyes are looking at players. Okay, that uh, they're not. You know, Coach Schwartz. He's not going. He's not going to sleep. He's going to look for players. So be assured, we're we're looking at everything we can. Cy Seymour joining us. Cy, a winnable game coming up this Saturday as uh, ECU takes on South Carolina. Uh, some good news here. I'm seeing ESPN Plus for the game in Greenville, South Carolina. Previously, I had not seen any TV, but that is a uh, positive development, if true. So we'll at least be able to watch the Pirates. Uh, but Cy, uh, this is a – oh, go ahead. Yeah, you're right. This is a, this is a, 
this is a good little day of tournament. Yeah. That's what this is, Greenville, South Carolina. Yeah. Uh, we play at 2, and then Furman plays Stephen F. Austin at, at 4.30, and then Clemson in the nightcap plays Richmond. All in that all in that building, one ticket, go for, go for it. If you love basketball, that's a great day of basketball in Greenville, South Carolina. So I said before the season started, I need to get a, a mover and shaker, somebody to carry some weight like yourself to join me here. Uh, and I've... I said, I want to do like a Carolina's classic. You can put it in Charlotte, put it in wherever. But every game is like North Carolina versus South Carolina and do something like that. And uh, one of these, uh, you know, pre-Thanksgiving uh, tournaments or whatever. Can, how do we go about getting that done? Listen, I, listen, uh, I remember talking on a, on a little bit smaller scale. I, I remember talking to uh, the Coastal Carolina uh, head coach, Clemson, and Mike McCarthy when Mike coached us. We were down in South Carolina playing, uh, playing down there, playing Coastal Carolina, and we and I asked both of them, "Would you guys be interested in, in, in just like a double header in, in late November?" And it would be Coastal Carolina versus UNCW and East Carolina versus you know just North Carolina versus South Carolina. Yeah, it it could be College of Charleston. Yeah, it, it didn't matter. Furman, whatever. We'd be all for that, and it'd be double headers, and you play the next night, you play the other. And it's, in other words, it's not a tournament; it's a double header. Right. I think everybody wants it, but you got to find the sponsor. And, yeah. And and you buy, and, and does ESPN want it? That's the other thing. If ESPN wants it, you can get it done. Yeah, uh, something to think about. Hopefully, uh, that'd be fun oh, to see. Fun. But I do like this uh, this deal on Saturday. That'll be good. Good yeah. to follow. Yeah, I think you could do that one. You could do that in Raleigh. I mean, you could say yeah. NC State versus somebody, East Carolina versus somebody, and then maybe your other game could be App and somebody, or it could be UNCG and somebody. I mean, it doesn't matter who. I mean, it's it's just a good, it's a neat day of basketball. But can you fit it in? Can it work? Those are the things that go on. Cy Seymour joining us. All right, Cy, before you go, it's 40 bowls in 14 days. 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days, 14 days, 40 bowls in 14 days. Oh, my goodness. 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days, 14 days, 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days. December 24th, 8 o'clock on ESPN. Cy, you got Middle Tennessee State taking on San Diego State. Who are you going to pick in that bowl game to win, Cy? So I can't take the Commanders. I can't. Uh, they are they're in, baby. <laughs> they got a huge one Sunday. I've been nervous about it since they flexed it to Sunday night. I know. That tells you something about our Commanders. I mean, we're, we're right up there. Uh. I mean, you know, Dallas is 
uh, one one small break from being getting beat by Houston, and we're tied. I mean, that's how I look at it. <laughs> I mean, that's how I look at it. Man. Uh, I'm pumped for uh, for Sunday night though. But how about how about the how about Christmas Eve? Uh, give me a pick: Middle Tennessee State versus San Diego State. I'm taking San Diego State. All right, the Aztecs size in. Sai, always enjoy it, man. We appreciate you. Uh, might try to track you down next week. If not, uh, have a merry Christmas and a, and a happy New Year. We uh, really appreciate you joining us here on the show. Always enjoy it, and uh, Cliff. I mean, it's it's just. Thank you for what you do to support this basketball program. It's going to get better and better, and I'm excited about it. Thank you, Sai. Always enjoy it, man. Uh, Sai Seymour joining us today here on Pirate Radio Live. We'll take a timeout, come back, wrap up hour number two of today's show. Bryce Williams joining us hour three. We will open up the treasure chest once again in hour number three. You could be like Dick Steffens, who won earlier in the show and had a great conversation with us. We look forward to talking to our winner in the 5 o'clock hour. More to go on PRL. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Watch all of Pirate Radio's local programming on YouTube Live. You can watch Pirate Radio Live Monday through Friday from 3 until 6 p.m. And, of course, the Bud Light pregame tailgate in the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter on game days. All you have to do is go to YouTube, search Pirate Radio TV, click on that subscribe button, and while you're at it, click on the like bucket button as well. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. All righty, wrapping up our number two of today's show. And uh, we are in hour number three. We'll be opening up the treasure chest here in hour number three. Bryce Williams, big and bright, joining us on the show oh, today. Yeah. Let's uh, welcome him on, Shirley. Do we have his music? We can hit. I saw the light. I was baptized by the fire in your touch and the flame in your eyes. I'm born to love again. I'm a brand new man. All right. He is here. He is Bryce Williams. What's up, Bryce? Hey, hey. Hayes for horses. That's true. Howdy. No stash? No stash. Not yet. I had one. I was like, eh, not quite. Man, I got like a white freaking Santa thing going. It's looking good. <laughs> it is not. But uh, I need, uh, I need some just for men. Beard. Would it be weird if I came in with a big jet black beard next week? Would you no, that'd funny? be cool. <laughs> what you got, Chandler? By the way, Bryce, that awesome country hit that you just heard is not the only one that you'll hear in this hour that is true what Uh, we got uh we will open up 40 bowls in 14 days again there we go and i had a metal version and there's an alternative rock i thought i should should do some different genres so today chandler and i jumped in the studio mm. we have our country music version of nice. 40 bowls in 14 i felt days. like we were in nashville like, recording <laughs> yeah. recording a song yeah it was like the grand old opry just chandler and i i was like is this what waylon and george and all the boys felt <laughs> this, when they were recording so is this like the opening is this um 
what, what's it called when you know artists break out their first song um their breakout song. premiere first debut time, like debut uh, song yeah. on this show well unfortunately we already ran it once today, but nobody heard that because they were waiting for your appearance oh there we go uh we will do that we will have the treasure chest as well but i want i meant i should have ran this when mully was here he's a west charlotte guy and chandler panthers aren't good but no they're a lot better than they were and steve wilkes is starting to get more and more momentum as potentially being the uh full-time head coach what would you think of that happening i believe that's i mean right now i believe that's what we're going to do and i'm totally fine with that because these guys after i mean when matt rule was fired the panthers only had one win and these guys have rallied behind steve wilkes and they have you know fought their butts off for them they've gotten four more wins and now they are sniffing for the playoffs they are uh they are right there in it in the nfc south and i will say this the panthers are not a good football team but they're a good enough football team in a bad division of football and a bad side of uh, a bad conference in football because the nfc is just awful i haven't looked let's play guess the line have you looked at uh steelers panthers no i haven't but i'll go panthers minus three okay i'm gonna say two at home and they are which is crazy to say right yeah um the panthers are two and a half point favorites right in between the middle yeah we just had our sandwich um here is steve you want a guy that the the players rally around and you can tell they like i love these post-game locker room speeches when ron when ron rivera and i've said yes i admit i'm like i'm i'm about done with rivera I, i love the guy but he just stands there on the sideline and they do this jump and then they win and he talks in the locker room and about brings me to tears and i love the guy and bryce you've been in there i mean a post-game speech from rough or your teammates or whoever did did you ever like get a ball and have to go speak in front of everybody did they do that i never had to do that no <laughs> but what i mean before we hear this from steve wilkes on sunday what do you remember about the big wins and that that feeling in the locker room together? Oh, the big wins, you know, post game was definitely great. I mean, it's it's like a really really quick, awesome party. You know, it's <laughs> like everybody's hype and it, it's just a great time. And obviously, winning, you know, at ECU, you get to sing the fight song, and um, it's a, it's a it's a great time. A lot better than losses. That's and man, sure. I don't even we don't even need to discuss that. But that's probably pretty miserable. Uh, those yeah. losses. Yeah. Uh, let's hear Steve Wilkes after the Panthers' victory at Seattle on Sunday to keep them alive for postseason play. Couldn't be more proud, all right, of this group of men right here in this locker room. Hell of a job today. Okay. We talked about this all week. Playoff environment. Coming to Seattle, 12th man, and having a playoff mentality. Okay. Everything we do starts where? Up front. Controlling the line of scrimmage. And we controlled it on the offensive side of the ball for 224 yards. (laughs) We said it didn't matter whether the running backs played or not. We had to stop their run. Their run game, 46 yards. Good football teams, all right, turn into great football teams when they know how to finish. And that's what we did today. Another thing that we talk about, all right, protect the ball. All right, protect the ball. No turnovers today, and we had two takeaways on the defense. Now understand, long flight back, 
Okay? Victory Monday. Listen to me. Listen, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. With the understanding, we're coming in on Wednesday to work. Okay? And the one thing that we have established right now, we protect the bank. We don't lose at home. We protect the bank. All right? You understand that? So come back in on Wednesday, locked in and focused, okay? Family on three. Family on three. Get in tight. One, two, three. Chandler. That's your guy. That's my head coach. Right? That's your guy. That's my head coach. That fires me up. And uh, I love to protect the bank. Do y'all have T-shirts? We got to get those T-shirts. If not, there, there needs to be t-shirts printed right away because i like that that slogan protect I'll, the bank i also loved how he talked to the team like this and then he'd start to make his point and then he'd close his point really loud and everybody would start cheering those are always good post-game speeches <laughs> he was all like he had great it wasn't comedic timing but great timing on uh i'm gonna elevate my words and i'm gonna get a huge applause here hype and he got it every time so there you go uh bryce what's like you want your coach to know X and O's and all that, mm-hmm. obviously. Personnel, like, there's a lot more that goes into it than that, right? I mean, you got to have somebody that believes in you, that you believe mm-hmm. in, and I don't know. I, that, speak to that a little bit, like the uh, intangible. Yeah, thing. I mean, obviously, you know, I think a coach can bring, uh, you know, chemistry to a team, and I think that's obviously very important. So, um, you know, to have offense, defensive guys, um, have good cohesion. Um, and then, the guy, you know, a coach you respect who, you know, obviously – you know, I've had several coaches where I mean, you respect them all, but you know, from you know, Belichick kind of has this aura about them, aura, aura about them, and um, you know, that brings respect in a way. And then you know, when I was with you know, say Seattle, you know, Pete Carroll, you know, has you know, it's a fun time, um, you know, a lot, a lot of energy and everything you see, but then obviously, you know, you see he still holds that respect. Um, so I, mean, that's the, I think a big thing is obviously having respect for the, for the, for your coach, um, and the coach to have that, and the whole coaching staff to you know have that. And I think you know when you respect your coach, you know, and you know he cares. I guess about the team, you know. I guess sometimes it's hard to say. Oh, he cares about you, but yeah. Um, I guess in the moment, you know, you know, obviously they care about the team, um, which is you know super important. So I mean, it definitely starts to have a good, good. Um, I guess captain, you know, as your as your head coach to. Um, you know, make sure the team's all, you know, all together, all in one, and um, it makes for, you know, obviously good good things. Great example there, too, Bryce, of it, it, it's not just one-way works. I mean, you just said two completely different mm-hmm. styles with Pete Carroll and Belichick. Pete Carroll is rah-rah and chewing gum, woo! Yeah, He's yeah. wooing and oh, yeah. jumping up, and Belichick stands still the entire game. And they both uh, have won, so... They automatically uh, get that respect. Yeah, and a big thing was, you know, uh, Coach Wilkes said, you know, Victory Monday. It's always, you know, nice when you, you know, you win. You're like, oh, there's, you know, obviously there's rewards with your record <laughs> and making playoffs. But like, oh, you know, an off day, you know, it's, it's always nice. And it kind of eases the guy's mind, you know, and the team's mind. You know, it's all, oh, dang, we don't have to go right back into it. Flying um, from Seattle across the country yeah. to get back to it. It's, right. That probably so, you know, is Things nice. like that, getting rewarded for your play. I mean, I can't think of any like all right off the top of your head, but when, you know each team I've been with, you know from college to NFL, you know when your coach does something sort of special for you, like a treat, whether it's you know a special meal or a food truck or you know a practice or whatever it may be, um, you know it allows for that team to have good chemistry and just a good uh, all around environment is you know very important because you know you want your work to be uh, noticed and rewarded. 
all right bryce williams joining us let's take a break we'll come back when we return bryce asked uh is there a line for ecu coastal carolina there is and we're going to give you the information we're going to give you everything you need to know and you're going to guess that line we'll also open up the pirate radio treasure chest when we return so get that dialing finger ready we got all that 40 bowls in 14 days and pirate radio outdoors it's all ahead on prl we're back with you after this You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Quality Equipment is your full-service John Deere dealer with 28 locations to serve you. Quality Equipment is open in Winterville next to Sam's Club or visit qualityequip.com to find the location near you now let's head back into prl here's clip we are two weeks away from the birmingham bowl east carolina and coastal carolina some big news coming out yesterday bryce williams regarding this game grayson mccall very productive quarterback for coastal carolina announced he would be entering the transfer portal whoa but before he goes he's going to do one more thing He's going to play another football game. I'm glad he's decided to do that. So uh, he will be playing in the game against East Carolina. So that uh, does give them their captain and their guy. Uh, Coastal Carolina this year, 9-3 and three on the season. Um, have been really good. I've hit double-digit wins the last couple of years. But uh, I don't know. Had some, uh, some head scratchers this year and uh a few blowouts we'll look at what they did down the stretch and uh it was not so great so coastal finishes the year with a loss to troy mm-hmm. um 45 to 26 but the week before that they lose 47 to 7 to james madison so um they had a nice little win streak going but lost those last two they had a game canceled against virginia after the shooting that happened um Mm. with the players in charlottesville um so nine and three they lost in their championship game and i wonder too their coach is gone leaving to go to liberty he's gone he's gone you got a quarterback who's i mean it's just like you're gonna play and everybody knows he's transferring i don't know so i said this earlier i'll ask the former teammate it's like fans get really upset when players transfer and immediately go to well he stunk anyway we don't need him (laughs) screw off and i feel like there's more support at least publicly from the teammates like when avery jones enters the portal from east carolina and goes to illinois i see like rajay harris saying like good luck go get it big bro stuff like that Is that where he's headed i guess yeah he's he's going to illinois Mm -hmm. um and maybe there's some guys ticked off in the locker room or hey where are you going man come win this game with right. us right but it does so i don't know bryce what uh i mean i guess if you look at it as far as like the team view it's like dang you know you're gonna already go ahead and commit to leaving the school 
before the season's over. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, but then you know when you see, and then when you think of the other way, it's like, well, if you think you, you know, have a think it's better for you to go somewhere else, you know, that's fine and support support that and um, you know things like that. I mean, granted, I was just a redshirt freshman, you know, so I hadn't really had a made an impact, you know, for on the team at all at Marshall, but. Um, you know, you made relationship, friendships, and stuff. And um, when I was like, "Well, I'm gonna transfer," and I was like, "For my own good," because I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, "Well, what do you think's best for you?" Yeah. And um, so I think that's you know a little more you know. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely for sure. Yeah, more than one side to it. Yeah, but uh, um, I wonder too, Bryce. These late games here. So I mentioned their coach leaving. You saw this with Ole Miss, which Lane Kiffin stays at Ole Miss, but they lose down the stretch. And his name is swirling around with Auburn. And you just wonder late in the year if these results have anything to do with the coach having one foot out the door. Yeah, I don't know. I, it, I could see it definitely possibly being, you know, a factor because you're like, wait, you're already like leaving me. And, you know, we're having, I mean, what, whatever you do after the season, whatever. But it's like, if you, you know, your mind's not in it, you know, before the season's over and, you know, you're already th- sort of thinking ahead and not all in, I can sort of see that was kind of screw screw kind of the uh morale up but this year uh they had some good wins uh beat army georgia state uh lost to old dominion the team that we mm-hmm. beat here at home uh but they beat marshall beat app state beat southern miss that was a nice three-game stretch that they had before those final two losses so nine and three versus uh the seven and five pirates uh they do have their quarterback they don't have their coach uh, so Bryce, it's time for you to guess the line. I want to say we're favored. I can't go off of the who's the home team considered. I don't. Man, I'm making no. Probably. I guess it don't really make it a difference doesn't matter. in this um, instance. So I mean, also I think I, I would think we're favored by nine. Man, Bryce, I gotta tell you, I'm really. I don't know. I'm really proud of you. Oh, I feel like you didn't know much about lines and gambling and that stuff and now you are a uh you're a sharp as they (laughs) say you hit it right on the head there we go east carolina minus nine nice yeah as we've gone now i've done what 12 games now yeah well this will be 13 13 so i think as well i've been hitting high you know i've realized spreads really aren't as big as i think in they normally are so i was like you know so you were thinking 12, 13, 14, and you subtracted a few? Yeah, and I was like, ah, well, that, does, that seems a little – I don't know when we've had a two-score yeah. uh, line, have we, any of this Well, year? we did against Temple the last against game. Against Temple. Yeah. Um, you know, Barely won that nine one. nine felt right, you know. Number nine is just nine. fine. Yeah. Now, do you want to risk that dead-on uh, hit there you just had and guess the over-under on the game? Let's see. Are you willing to uh, go double down I, here? I'm going to try. Let's so see. that is the combined number of points between the two mm-hmm. teams. What do you think it is? If you hit this, I'm leaving. <laughs> uh, I'm going to think. And again, uh, looking down. So I'll I'll throw out some of their. Yeah, what's their average? So game one was 66, and then they hit a 59, mm-hmm. and then they hit a 64. That's what my head was thinking. It was in the high 50s, 65, low 64. So pretty. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm going to say the spread is 50. 
58. All right, you're a field goal off, 61. Dang. You're all over it, man. Man. You are in the zone. Tell you what, the gold gut feeling. Yeah, that gut is working good for <laughs> you today. So 61 uh, is the over-under East Carolina favored by nine in that bowl game. And uh, right now, just uh, I guess a lot of practicing going on. Probably the focus has you know fully shifted to Coastal if it wasn't mm-hmm. already. But yeah. I hear a lot of kind of early on younger guys maybe getting mm-hmm. some practice time. But now uh, – you get a lot of time to prepare for this one opponent here. Yeah, most definitely, which is, you know, good. You kind of get comfortable with the different fronts you'll see, coverages um, that you'll be getting in the secondary. And um, definitely, definitely good for everybody, but, you know, I think definitely for the, you know, for Holton, you know, the quarterback to, uh, I mean, he'll be able to, he's got four, like a test, one test, and he gets like four weeks to study for it. So, yeah. Um, should be able to all you know notice all their nuances as um, I've heard quite often uh, with that word, but um, that's good. I mean, I feel good about it. Um, I'd love to for us to go down there and you know obviously win you know win a bowl game. It's been a while. Uh, how long has it been? Well, you were on the team, unfortunately, last time. Yeah, the Pirates won a bowl game. Yikes! Um, as uh, Bryce Williams, famously a two-time Beef O'Brady's mm. Bowl champion. Yep. You got to be. You might be the only player. You might be the only person that has two Beef O'Brady's Bowl rings. It might be. <laughs> I mean, that's call Guinness and let them know. Let's see, try put them in. The, try to get in the book. Put them in the book. <laughs> All right. Um, while we're talking bowl games, let's go ahead and hit uh, 40 bowls in 14 days. Uh-oh. New uh, country music edition with Chandler and yours truly just for Bryce Williams. Let's hit it. 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days, 14 days, 40 bowls in 14 days. Oh, my goodness. 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days. 14 days, 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days. 40 bowls in 14 days. 40 bowls in 14 days. said 40 bowls, Papa said 40 days, Mama said 40 bowls, Papa said 40 days, 40 bowls, 14 days, 40 bowls, in a 14 days, I said 40 bowls, in a 14 days, oh yeah, that's good, I like that, I think that outdoes them all. I mean, that was good. <laughs> not to toot our own country horns here, but when we come in with the thorny <laughs> bones, guy, it hits something. It hits Man. you. I like that. I enjoyed that. All right. I'm glad you Mama did. Mama's good. You brought <laughs> Mama good. said 40, bowls. <laughs> Mama said 14 days. Oh, oh like boy. That. Oh, that good to me. I don't even have a game ready. I just wanted to hear the song. Let's see. Oh, man. Bryce, we all love our independence. Let's head down to Shreveport for the Independence Bowl. Mm. Now, we know uh, this Houston team came to Greenville and whooped up on the Pirates. Mm. Louisiana, were you here when the Pirates were in that bowl? Lafayette. Yeah. 
Sure was. Probably. Uh, that was 2013. So maybe a little tight end. Some spe- No, that was 12. 2012, yeah. That was actually a fun time. We lost, but that was a good time. Yeah. That was like a home game for him. You know what's wow. funny? Um, that must have been a fun time because we had Deshaun Amos on recently, and I asked him like his best memories from play- being a pirate, and he mentioned some games, but he said that bowl trip to New Orleans – he said was a lot of like a blast it was you so. got me we're in new orleans you got to go on um what's that street bourbon bourbon street i mean it was it was a good time right. i enjoyed it so houston versus louisiana this will not be so when y'all played that game it was uh, in the in the dome in the with dome. a bunch of raging cajun Golly. fans right yeah it was, it was like a road game. game yeah uh, so this one's Shreveport. Probably won't be... Oh, they're in Shreveport. Oh, yeah. That's a bummer. Not the dumb. So who do you got? Houston or Louisiana in the Independence Bowl? I'm going... I'm not a fan of Houston. Well, I don't know how both teams beat us, but uh, I'm going Louisiana. All right. Taking the Raging Cajun. Yep. One of the coolest names that in all the sports. That is a cool name. Uh, to knock off Houston. All right. Um, tell you what, Shirley. We had a great winner in hour one. A gentleman by the name of Dick Steffens mm-hmm. from Maryland mm-hmm. and a fellow Commanders fan, seemed like an intelligent man, and we had a great conversation with him. So a lot of pressure on caller number 12 right now because we got to ask you some questions. Bryce is going to throw one or two in, Shirley, Chandler, myself. But more importantly, you will be able to win a prize out of the treasure chest. Let's hit it, Shirley Rhodes. On the other side, we're going to crown another winner here on Pirate Radio Live. Could you be like Dick Steffens in hour one who won the $100 gift card and gift basket from Beauty Bar Medi Spa? We got a ton of great prizes still available, and we'll have our winner when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this. listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles? Tighten and lift your skin. Smooth your skin texture. Erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair are you interested in botox or filler contact the licensed professionals at beauty bar medispa on red banks road in greenville free consultations are available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com enjoy your visit love your transformation now let's head back in to prl here's clip back with you pirate radio live here on a tuesday two for tuesday Dick Steffens, a winner in the treasure chest in hour number one, took home the $100 gift card and gift basket from Beauty Bar Medispa. Other prizes that have been won, Doris Dillon won the one free year VIP subscription to Hoist the Colors. John Moody won a $100 gift card to Wings Over Greenville. Quentin Hellyer, Hellyer, won the, uh, he came by to pick up his prize today, the $50 gift card to Aiden Country Club, uh, two dozen Titleist Pro V1 golf balls from Brandon Manning Dang. and Farm Bureau of Winterville Insurance. 
Uh, Robert Matthews won the Carolina Panthers Bud Light Cornhole Boards from Carolina Eagle Distributing. Patrick Brown won the tailgate party for 10 and gift basket from Parker's Barbecue. Susan Deans won the $100 gift card to Coco Sports Bar. Uh, Chris Hill won the gift cards to Christie's Euro Pub, the Dap House, the Sidebar, and Dang. Jarvis Street Bottle Shop. Kevin Ainge won the $100 gift card to Shimmer Boutique. So that is what has been won up to this point let's find out what's going to be one right now as we head out to the pit electric live line joining us bill woolard hello bill hello cliff i recognize your name bill yes sir and i want to say i was talking about this during the break are you the guy that many many years ago said was talking about a previous football season and you said it was like putin in church Yes, sir. Uh, it was uglier than Putin in church. Yes, sir. All right. I'll never forget that, and I'll never forget you, Bill. So you have been around a long time, Bill. Have you ever won out of the treasure chest before? Yes, sir. I think this is either the third or fourth time. Wow. Mm-hmm. This guy is a proven veteran at the game. Uh, Bill, where are you calling from? Uh, Greenville. On the way home from work. Big Bill from Greenville. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Where do you work? Uh, with the Department of Public Safety. All right. Good deal. Everybody safe out there? I hope so. <laughs> Get enough. All right. Um, well, I was fireballing, uh, spitballing some questions there. Y'all got any for Bill? Mm, I guess I got to ask a question, right? Yeah, what you got? Bill, in your opinion, what is the best sandwich? Mm. 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 During the summertime, a tomato and mayonnaise sandwich would be the best. Mm. Well played. I like uh, my... my I think my my family, my family, entire family would be on board with that. I'm not a tomato guy. So, yeah, uh, tomatoes. But I that mean, is a popular one. I like salsa, but uh, yeah, my grandpa always made those look really good. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a question, Chandler. You go while I'm kind of pondering. Uh, I just kind of thought about this one right off the top of the dome. Uh, if you could, if you could eat chips, or if you could. Um, only eat one brand of chips for the rest of your life. What would those chips mm. be? Oh, that's easy. Doritos. Doritos. Oh, okay. <laughs> what flavor specifically? Oh, the nacho cheese one. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, wow. He was ready for that yeah. question. He is a big Dorito guy. Let's see. Uh, yeah. Bill, uh, let's take it back to um, how old were you in like 1995? Uh, I was 22. All right. What. Um, What's your top three uh, CDs or cassettes that you have back then? What are you listening to in 1995? Mm. Uh, it was probably some 90s rap, I'm sure. Uh, Wu-Tang. Yeah, Wu-Tang or Dr. Dre was coming out about then. Yeah. And, uh, great, um, great time for rap. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Naughty by Nature. <laughs> okay. I'm down with OPP. Yeah. All right, Bryce, do you have a question? Um... Are you have you um, completed all your Christmas shopping there? No, we got a couple more things left to complete. Are you uh, are you married? I am. Have you got your wife completed in Christmas presents? Well, I have not, but I think we're going in together to get a present together for both of us. So oh, that'll be cool. fun. I will, I was about to ask what it is, but I guess that well, I'm able to know if they know. 
I, I think we're going to work on a laptop or, or something like that. For oh, that'd be nice. And maybe uh, you can win something here today that would help one or both of you out. That's right. So that would be nice. And Clip, I just let you know I'm a Commanders fan as well, so I guess I'm intelligent at like the first caller today. Uh oh, that's two in a row. Bill, you sound plenty smart to me, man. And I got to hear Joe Gibbs speak about uh, a week and a half ago, so that was kind of. Uh, Where was that at? Uh, at his racing facility up there in Huntersville. Oh wow, that's cool. I saw him speak here in Greenville uh, a long time ago. We need to find out Bill's Mount Rushmore. Oh yeah, can you give us your uh, your Mount Rushmore of Washington <laughs> players? Mm. Uh, Daryl Green, uh, John Riggins, Art Monk, and uh, Man. let me see. Speaking my language. <laughs> And there was a middle linebacker that they had during that time, too, but I cannot, his name escapes me right now. Uh, I don't know, Charles Mann was always liked him as well. Charles Mann, defensive end. I was really young during those teams. Um, so I can't, I, I knew the posse, I knew Daryl Green, I knew Charles Mann, the Hogs. Um, but yeah, I was a kid during those glory days, which you were able to enjoy a little more than I did. But. Hey, we got a uh, a team uh, fighting for the playoffs this year. How about two Commanders fans winners mm. today? What that's, a day. That's something. What a day. Could that be a sign for Sunday? I think so. There's a lot of yeah. positive momentum heading into winners. Sunday night. Winners. Winners, Bryce. I'm telling you. All right. Um, let's see. Any further questions? Bill, what was your best uh, sports achievement on the field? <laughs> uh I don't know about that. He had to do something like baseball or uh, he made a shot one time or he didn't do nothing. Well, I tell you what, in college we played wreck basketball and I made two free throws to win the ball game at the very end. There we go. Wow. Clutch. <laughs> Under pressure. Clutch gene. Well, yeah. There Huge we go. <laughs> Bill's got that clutch gene. <laughs> Bill, you are a, a pirate fan, right? Yes, sir. We, we've been asking the pirate fans that have called in and won on, in the treasure chest, uh, what is your most memorable or favorite uh, pirate moment in history, uh, any sport? Mine would have to be uh, baseball when um, it was right after COVID happened and they let everybody in the state oh, yeah. regional. And I think it was Charlotte they were playing that night and they came back. That place was as loud as I've ever heard it in my life. That yeah. It was awesome. Great call. That was great. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Who had the hit? Whirl, I want to say, scored. Is it Hoover? Lane Hoover. Was it Hoover? That yep, kind of dumped it. Yeah, it was like a little yep. huge yep. hit into center field. Yeah, good call. I think the guy was on second and scored or something like yep. that, I believe it was. Yeah. Steve Hill, Commanders fan, says, uh, is Monty Coleman the linebacker you were thinking of? That is correct. Thank uh, you, Steve. All right, there you go. This is Commanders Radio, folks, and there ain't <laughs> nothing that you can do about it. You just got to sit back and take it. All right, um, Shirley, let's do a rapid fire. Say what's left. You ready to roll? Yes, sir. $150 gift card from Bostick Soak Furniture. 12 pieces from Papa John's. $100 gift card from Familia. $100 gift card from Chico's. $100 gift card from Tiebreakers. $100 in cash and a t-shirt from Sparky's Snowballs. Bud Light Fire Pit, cooler and tailgate chair from Carolina Eagle Distributing. Natural Light Can Jam Set, cooler and tailgate chair from Carolina Eagle Distributing. A Pirate Fan Gift Basket from UBE. $100 gift card to Jersey Mike's. 30-minute stretch and assessment and one-hour massage from 
on bodies and balance. And a a gift basket from The Buck, which includes $100 cash, $25 gift card to the Beach Tavern, two tickets to the New Year's Eve party, T-shirts, and L.A. Rams Aaron Donald jersey. All right. We need a Rams Bryce Williams jersey. (laughs) Do you have any NFL jerseys like with your name on? I don't have any of the jerseys. Man, that stinks. All right, Bill. Um, Anything in particular you want? Um, the, uh, the fire pit and the cooler would be nice, but anything would be, All right. be appreciative of anything. That would be cool. Shirley is reaching into the treasure chest, which looks a lot like an envelope this year, as yeah. Bryce Williams pointed out. She's reaching deep in there for something good for you, Bill. All right. Bill, hope you're hungry. $100 gift card from Tiebreakers. Oh, Nice. That's awesome. That's a great win. Great place to spend your bowl season, Bill, uh, and watch some great games. Maybe uh, Sunday night, little Commanders Giants action as well uh, at Tiebreakers. Congrats, Bill, and uh, great to hear from you, man. Thanks for listening for all these years. I appreciate it. Y'all have a Merry Christmas. You too. You too. And a Happy New Year to that, Bill Willard. What a what a day of winners. Mm-hmm. I tell you, man. These Commanders fans. I mean, just, aren't you a winner if you're a Commanders fan anyway? They're just good people, you know? Salt of the earth. They just get it. They get it, Bryce. <laughs> they just they get it. You got all of these. There's people out there that don't get it. They're like, what do I get? I'm not getting it. That's not how Washington Commanders fans are. No. They, are, they get it. Listen. They have it. Yeah, we had Sion, another Commanders fan. Better than nicest guy ever. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, man. You wait, that car that's going to cut you off uh, on the way home tonight, not use the turn signal. Mm-hmm. Um, look in the back. Look at the uh, back glass. Gonna look at the back glass. It's going to have a big boys. It's going to have a big blue star on it. It's going to say, we them boys. <laughs> and say, them, we, we them boys. We them boys. <laughs> How about them? Or that person uh, flicking you off on the lane beside you. Has a guy peeing on a commander's... Uh, <laughs> Logo. Symbol, yeah. logo, watch logo. It, watch that uh, that Eagles bird on the back of their window. Mm, yep. That's the kind of people they are. Commanders fans, good folk. That's right. All right. Southern hospitality. That's right. That's right. Let's take a break. We'll come back when we return. We will go outdoors with Bryce Williams. Oh, the weather outside getting a little frightful. Yeah, a little chilly. Yeah. Good hunting weather is what I say. You telling me? We'll see what Bryce has to say when we return after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, Taking a quick look at your stock market report. The Dow was up 103 points at 34,108. The NASDAQ was ahead 113 points. At 11,256, and the S&P was up 29 at 4,019. And that is a look at your Wells Fargo Advisors stock market report for a complete... um, Sorry, I couldn't find my sheet. (laughs) For a personal look into investing, 
Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now back to the show. Here's Clip. Dead air. <laughs> I didn't know if you had said, now back to the show, here's Clip. So No, I just had a brain freeze. I was giving you a stare down. No, you're good. We had a momentary uh, silence there. Bryce and I were talking about the passing of Mike Leach. Uh, 61 years old that was uh sad to see and bryce you uh you got a taste of the mike leach offense he's got Mm -hmm. so many branches on that coaching tree which of course included lincoln riley and a lot of the guys uh, on that Mm -hmm. staff that you still see today at either mississippi state or um some at usc now with uh dennis simmons he gets a lot of tv time Mm -hmm. oh wide receiver i always see him on tv but uh a lot of guys spread out throughout college football that were under the tutelage of uh of mike leach so most definitely sad to see man i know it's just shocking too like he's yeah. not old 61 was just coaching a few weeks ago in the egg bowl and yeah just never know mm, that's for sure never know make the most all right uh bryce let's go pirate radio outdoors uh what have you been up to and uh do we have any update on the deer tally well well unfortunately the deer tally is still sitting at zero um this past weekend i was home and you know obviously there's obviously takes preparation in hunting right you know you can't just go out the woods unprepared and no practicing right so i've had um i pulled a swan tag just um, got drawn for a swan permit um, this uh, winter or this season, I guess. You can go in December is when I'll be going. But so what we did, we did a lot of shooting, uh, skeet shooting this weekend with um, a few buddies of mine back in Winston at uh, my brother's place. So, I mean, I bet we shot. I know one buddy probably shot 250 rounds. We shot like five boxes of skeet. Um, so it was, you know, a big practice, shot some pistols. Um, my, my skeet shooting wasn't too bad, you know. Um, it gets a little tricky sometimes, left or right. But, you know, obviously going away or coming to is pretty easy. Um, but so I felt pretty good. Got my um, confidence up from when the big swan, because I've been considering swans about as long as this table. I shouldn't uh, have too much trouble. Obviously, I'm going for the headshot. But we did that this weekend, so that was good. And then I decided when I got home, got back into town, I slipped in the deer stand. And unfortunately, those deer just know, I don't know, they just got this sixth sense, I guess. And they showed up, three does showed up right at last light, no bucks. So kind of just sat and watched them for a little bit till it got dark. Um, but I'm still on the verge and probably hope to shoot a doe as the season gets later on just to get some meat in the freezer. I'm hoping. A shooter buck or comes out or i've got a buck who's kind of funky um as you call it those are coal bucks c-u-l-l as in kind of bad genetics just kind of a funky guy running around hmm. so if he comes out maybe we'll um tag him i guess in nicer words um so we're still i'm still on the verge i mean i put out some fresh corn and changed some batteries in the camera today so I'm doing all I can. And I'm doing my part. I just wish the deer would do theirs. There you go. I, I see a lot of deer either in a field, uh, near a road, or unfortunately uh, in the aftermath of an accident. Yeah. I can't say that I see a lot of swans uh, around. So yeah. where do you, uh, obviously, on or near the water? So, well, yeah, where we're do near you find the water, them? big corn. There's a lot like in Pamlico County, Hyde County, um, you know, a little more east. There, uh, you'll, heck, we'll be fishing them, and you'll 
hear them or you know see these big flocks of white a lot of them together yeah, yeah well here and there you know sometimes you see you know double or then you'll see maybe like 15 of them okay. you know flying in a V and it's just like big old airplanes <laughs> and uh, I can't mimic the noise but they make kind of funny noises um, it's not a quack you know it's I don't know how to explain the noise but it's kind of one of the bucket list items and um, you know I was a uh, award winning swan caller years ago it's kind of like that I sound a little more like a crow <laughs> but uh, you know we'll work on it have you ever shot a Chanticleer? I have no idea what that is. Chanticleer. Um. Oh, a man. That's a. <laughs> well, their mascot, the Chanticleer, comes from da da da. It's a da da da. It's a proud and fierce rooster. That makes no sense for really coastal. I thought they were Seahawks. Uh-huh. No, that's Wilmington. UNCW, yeah. A chanticleer. A chanticleer. That's just a fancy word for a rooster. And they colored it teal. They painted it. See that? They're all mixed up now. Yeah. I mean, there's a little bit of teal, but. There you go. The angry chanticleers. That's uh, that's what we're going to be gunning down coming up a couple weeks from now. Don't fry up a chanticleer. Yes, sir. I'll take the uh, I'll take the wing. Dark meat, light sure. meat. I'll go. Uh, I'll go wing and thigh. I'm a dark meat guy. Yeah. Juicier. Yeah, I feel like I, I don't know. Just breast is all. It's almost the default. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like to go uh, the dark meat. I'll go dark. You can't beat a good thigh, fried chicken thigh. Mm-hmm. Count me in. We talk a lot about food, and now I'm ready to go and get mm-hmm. something to eat tonight. I hope Anna's cooking something. I know I didn't want to say cooking something good because it's always good. But I just hope she's cooking something. I'm ready to. Um, and you know what? I might, I might just DYI. Do it myself. Do it yourself. DIY. DIY. Do it. DIY. DIY. But it's time for some Christmas, like the meatballs or the weenies. Sausage balls. Cock doggies. Yeah. Little cock doggies. Yeah. Sausage balls. Yeah. Tell you what, I'm about to. Chandler, would you go pick us up something before? We got about two minutes left. <laughs> you go pick us up something, Chandler. I mean, Come on, Chad, no. man. We'll share with you. We got Some two minutes left. We're a little good. hungry over here. We need you to run to the stove. All right, I'll do that. What's your favorite Christmas goodie? Man, so it's graham crackers, and I think there's peanuts on top of it. With, I, it they call it Christmas crack. I know what you're talking about. Yep, and it's delicious. My gosh, my Simple my roommate's mom brought some, and I had that thing gone in like a day. You were cracked out. Yep. Yes, I was cracked out. Simple but effective game plan. Yeah. All right. Mine are haystacks. Yeah, haystacks. My those mom are my favorites. Somebody brought those in last year, I believe. That would be me. Okay, I thought so. Mom likes haystacks. By the, the way, are you are you going to bring in some sausage balls? Sure. Yeah, last year Round I didn't two. get them. You already ate them all, didn't you? No, I tried one. I all right. you saved me one. Will you be here next uh, Wednesday? Or Tuesday, I'm sorry. I should be. What's the I might. I might try to bring some in. Yeah, then. I should be here next Tuesday. All right. Um, We're not here the last week, right? Is peanut brittle still a thing? I think yeah. so. All right. People yeah. still do Mom that? Mom likes that. 
Yeah, I hadn't had any peanut brittle in a while. Uh, we will not be here that week. Uh, in fact, two weeks from today, we will be here, Bryce, for the pregame show. Oh, yeah, because we play on a If you're Tuesday. bored, you can pop in. We'll be here. Um, I might be in town. I mean, I yeah. should be in town. We might give you a holler and uh, get you on the pregame. I, might, I should be in town. All right, we'll let you know. All right. Bryce, enjoyed it, buddy. Thank you all for having me. All right, we'll uh, talk to you again next week, and we will see you Wednesday, 3 o'clock on an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. Quick question at the horn, Michael Winstead. What's the limit on a swan per day, Bryce? What's the procedure to get uh, I just got... You can just kill one. Like one just per... Just one. Whenever? One. Just, just one. Just one. You get one. Uno. Uno. There you go. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. Shirley Rhodes, Chan Man, Bryce Williams. I'm Cliff Brock. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.